And for that reason, I'm out. Ladies, gentlemen, and variations thereupon, this is Modern Escapism. Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Oodles, creator and founder of Holo Days. Joining me today, Eureka, she shouted when she invented sliced bread. It's candy. <laughs> Hello. How do we get over this river? It's the man who invented the bridge. It's Biggie. <laughs> Hello. I just want to look better, darling. The man that invented chemical perms. It's Stig. Oh, I look fabulous with it, though. You did. And the man that actually 100% definitely on record invented the concept of ranting. It's Gadget. And I, I hold it proud and I take payments every time someone does a rant online. Yeah, you hold the trademark on rant. Yes. This week, we'll be doing uh, that Nexus nonsense that we always do. We're trying to sell our products into the dragon's den again, into the maw of the dragon. Then the green room hidden behind that. Ooh, that paywall for patrons. But before all that, I mean, I, can't, I don't know if anything's happened at all this week, but it is time for Biggie's Breaking News. You may already know, but he doesn't, because it's time for Biggie's Breaking News. It started straight off, podcasting is hell, that's his first words. He asked Waddy Man, he said, where you from? We told him a lot. When you join Patreon, is this what you want? So have a news day. Have a news day. I'm so sorry. Wow. Sick. Should we just for listening, guys? Bye. We were off last week, Oodle. Should we just suck it in and leave them these three again? <sighs> they don't need us. They don't need no. us. We'll start as own oh, podcast, Stig. Yeah. Although those impersonations. Absolutely. Is that what they call them? Impersonations. Yeah. Wow. He's on a fan, so but yes. it happens to you. <laughs> Because, news. Of, because oh, right, oh, sorry, before we get to news, because when we <laughs> do it, at least we do it. <laughs> 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 John, uh, John, the accent or, or a Somerset accent. What? I don't talk like this. <laughs> I wrote I wrote that review when I was half cut. I know. And you, yeah. <laughs> I also did say I only have one Yorkshire accent. It wasn't even properly Yorkshire. No. It was kind you of did a Lancashire. You, you, you did a Lancashire accent for me. I know. I know. <laughs> also, also, I oh know. Sorry, we are getting to the news, but I have to make an addendum for that to that review. He's not the best villain since Heath Ledger's the Joker. No, no, no. It's in no, stone no. now, mate. It's set. What I meant to say is, he was like an archaic villain, like the Joker, like the best. You know, those just crazy, over the top, yeah. don't have rules kind of villain. I don't know. It's, it's out there on the internet, mate. It's yeah. you saying the best villain since it's the not, Joker. It's, it's, not, it's <laughs> going on the DVD cover. <laughs> He's fucking brilliant. He's great in it, but that's not, what I mean, that's not what I meant. 
<laughs> People may never listen to this episode, this what addendum, you... and that one episode. I know. Uh, when, when Gadget read that out, I was like, oh, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> 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 to be fair, Stig, in court, you weren't the one that said it. Gadget said it. Yeah, allegedly. So, <laughs> yeah. Allegedly the best villain since... Uh, I don't yeah. think it works like that. It does. On to the news. So yes, uh, midweek we had the PlayStation Showcase. Um, if you were with us, you joined us on the talks over on Twitch. But if you missed it, I'm not going to go through the whole list of games. So I thought I'd are. just ask the team um, if there are any standouts that um, caught their eye. No, no, nothing really happened, did it? No, there, there, was, there was no <laughs> point at all where Oodle screamed and possibly had to change his pants. <laughs> Daddy's not the Xbox on one I've ever seen. I think Daddy's Xbox, back. Xbox ones are better. <laughs> yeah. yeah mid, mid, well, all those games are on back. the Xbox anyway, aren't they? Apart yeah, from true. Yeah, so. it's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah, PlayStation Showcase is a strong word, isn't it, really, on that one? <laughs> Third party showcase. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird considering it came like right ahead of like Summer Games Fest. Like, PlayStation also have a show then. Which yeah. they've said they're going to show off loads of exclusives. So why, yeah. why didn't they why just didn't make, they do it on theirs? Why didn't they just make this a Spider-Man thing? I don't know. Yeah, I would have took that because that Spider-Man was fantastic. Yeah. Was. I was briefly overjoyed at the return of a beloved franchise in Marathon, and then my chips were thoroughly pissed on when I found yeah, it was a three what, v- it, what it is. Yeah, three v three extraction multiplayer. Nope. Do you know why? <laughs> because it's Bungie, and Bungie likes selling cosmetics. Yeah, that, I was I was so in for that, and now I'm way back out of it. Ain't this. nobody paying cosmetics for a single player game unless you're a fucking idiot. It was great mm. to see um, new games from the people who did Gris and Journey, though. Yes, I was going to say that was that were my highlights as well. It was uh, uh, Never, isn't it? The uh, makers of Gris. Yeah. I can't remember the yeah. name Never. of the Journey ones. Um, it basically looked like Journey Two, though. It didn't even. It was just a straight up sequel. Sword of yeah. the Sea or something like that. Yeah, that's it. Sword of yeah. the looks, Sea. Looked fucking Pro Skater beautiful. Two. <laughs> yeah, it looked good, man. It looked good. There's there a lot that there's a lot that I look forward to. That 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 new uh, trailer of Final Fantasy 16 is just keeping me, my whistle completely wet. Um, Metal Gear Delta Blade look good. Metal Gear oh, Delta, God. which which Metal means, Gear. and and as I stated in the uh, in the thing, and I think we all thought that they're going through it chronologically, aren't they? They've confirmed probably, that. yeah, yeah. The Delta is the new thing. Metal Gear Solid Delta is the new saga, which is going to be that thing cool. as well. Um, that Chinese one was it? Phantom Blade or something? I think it was called Phantom Blade. Yeah, yeah, zero. Yeah. Phantom Blade Zero. Mm. That looks like well, the, the developers for Phantom Blade have done mobile games before that, so there's a worry that this is maybe <laughs> yeah above their uh, remit. Maybe there's no one excited for Foamsters off. or Foam Stars. <laughs> foam Stars. I think Nintendo's lawyers are excited for that one. I bet they're fucking. Yeah. Uh, is anybody, however, excited for the PlayStation Q, the handheld tablet thing? <laughs> Do you know what? Actually, in hindsight, I kind of am. Like, if no the price comment. is right. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. No yeah, comment. If the price is right. Yeah, like, it depends just... what level of cloud gaming it is. Because if it just means that I can take it to the toilet, I'm no. If I can take it to work, I think absolutely. It's, I think it's just take it to the toilet thing. It's like it's just remote play. It's in local remote play. For that reason, I'm out. So, Oodles. It's obviously, no, this looks shit, it looks ugly. And so I think I remind him in the Discord, yeah, but you love handhelds. Imagine you could just lie on your bed and play on your PlayStation in your hand. And at that point, <laughs> it probably tweaked in his head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do. I do like that shit. And my Vita worked well on remote play, to be fair, and that was yeah. when I had worse internet, so. Mm. Oh, dear. Going to be queuing my house, I'm telling you now. 
And uh, uh, Dragon's Dogma 2. Very excited for that. Yeah. That was a very big surprise. Didn't expect that at Well, all. I guessed it from the cart. I went, it's Dragon's Dogma cart. You did, <laughs> and yeah. And the sequel came out and went, okay, Capcom, crushing the game. <laughs> Love just... it. Love it. Street Fighter Six again, looks crazy, but I've recently been playing Mortal Kombat 11, and I'm getting more excited for Mortal Kombat 1. Yeah. And yeah. Tekken's, Tekken's got my art anyway lately, so mm. I'm, I'm, I'm probably not going to get Street Fighter. Street Fighter's Straight a weird away. one, like, because I love, like, the original two and three yeah, and four, and, I've, and I'm kind of trailed off it now. It feels yeah. like it's just tailored towards those fighting, the fighting The problem scene. I've got with Street Fighter, modern-day Street Fighter, I don't know if you've played much of um, Five. Street Fighter, it's been like this for years. Even professionals say the same. It's a lot of palette swaps in Street Fighter compared to other fighting games. How many reels is there in Street Fighter? Even, the th- even though they're not called real. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. There's a yeah. lot. There's a lot. Like, Tekken, there's not many pallet swaps. Mortal Kombat's got a good few. But... You've got at least four, haven't you? You've got Ryu yeah. Ken, Akuma, Dan. 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 I, think I think there's another one as well. <laughs> the worst one. I think one. there is another one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a few reels, which is like... Okay, when we got Street Fighter 2 and the new challenges where we got T-Arc and all that and stuff like that, that were cool. Everyone were completely, apart from Ryu and Ken. Ken were a bit faster. Ryu's a bit stronger, blah, blah, blah. Not enough nuance. Yeah. It's just, they were just, nowadays when this is such a massive roster, it's not the same anymore to me. It's like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to be Zangief as usual. I mean, I'm going to pay 60 quid to play Zangief again. Three sixty power, power bombs and one power drive. Yeah, one. yeah. <laughs> maybe I am. <laughs> maybe I am. Yeah, to be fair, though, yeah. there was a lot of good games shown there. It doesn't really matter. Like yeah. I say, it wasn't really a massive showcase for Sony other than Final Fantasy and Spider Man, which both look excellent. But uh, well, there's a lot of good games there that I'm looking forward to at least. Yeah. I think the other Sony stuff was their PSVR stuff, so like the Resident Evil Four remake trailer and Queen. Um, Beat Saber. Yeah, Beat Saber Queen, Arizona Sunshine, Synapse, stuff like that. The other thing that I was actually really excited for, which, again, we didn't see coming, was what opened it, which was uh, Helldivers 2. Didn't even know they were making a sequel to Helldivers. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that were good. But I really that enjoyed the um, Starship Troopers-esque satirical look of it. I, I, thought, it was, what I just thought it was did, where it Starship were cheap. Troopers. It were cheap on, yeah, I did. It was cheap on, uh, on release, Helldivers 1, so I hope this one's 20-odd quid again. That'd be nice, yep. but it looks a bit more AAA this time, though, doesn't it? I was just yeah, going to say, I'm yeah. not sure about that. It'll be a bit more, yeah. I think. Eldar's one's still great. Oh, also, yeah. I know Biggie said I'm not going to go through them all, and we've pretty much gone through them all, but also Ultros yeah. looked mint. Yeah, Ultros, Ultros looked great. Mental, mental. That's, that's going to scratch a Metroidvania itch for me next year. Yeah, because yeah, we're missing one this year, aren't we? We're not going to get it's one. Coming, it's coming, it's coming. I'm sticking <laughs> by my guns. That showcase happens the day before the 12 months are up. It's literally shadow, shadow dropped. Because of that yeah. game, it's literally the only reason I'll watch any Xbox showcase because I know they're going to push it. They're the ones that have got like a little partnership with them, aren't they? You know the Xbox showcase is happening on a night that we record. If I, if, if, uh, I'm not asked. So, I'm not stopping. No, but if, if, if Silk Song is shadow dropped, I'm not doing the pod. I'm playing Silk Song. <laughs> that night. No, that night. It's, but it's hap- it? it'll be while we're recording, so you'll have to you just have to wait. You can until start we downloading it while we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> enough enough of this nonsense. Next. Naughty Dog released a statement regarding the Last of Us multiplayer. Naughty Dog. They said, We know many of you have been looking forward to hearing more about 
our Last of Us multiplayer game. We're incredibly proud of the job our studio has done thus far, but as development has continued, we've realised that what is best for the game is to give it more time. Our Factions team will continue to work on the game. project. Um, really good. It came out that Destiny developer Bungie actually had a hand in the project's reassessment. It's according to a Bloomberg article. Jason Schreer said that um, he claims that Bungie raised questions over the live service title's ability to retain player engagement. Does, do, do, um, this might just be me and my fucking old-fashioned... When you hear live service, does it make you just think... Yeah. I, just, I know, I know like, Bigger gets a fucking hard and he's like, yes, <laughs> zebra skins on my AK-47s, let's go. <laughs> I, I just fucking sit there thinking... Like, everyone's telling me that Honkai Star Rail's incredible. It's a live service game. Why? Why would I even invest? I did, I did that with Destiny 2, and it bit me in ass by the end. It bit me in ass. I put 100, 200 hours into that, and it just bit me in ass. It killed Stig's planet. For fuck's sake. <laughs> well, that's the problem, isn't it? It, it could is, go back. <laughs> it is a live service, and they, the developers try to create content to keep that game going for... You know, the if a game's good enough, but, you will play it for yeah. years. Mo- uh, Modern Warfare, the original Modern Warfare, were it Call of Duty 4, that one? Yeah. Modern Warfare. That wasn't a live service, live service. It was online. You played, but I can't recall battle passes. I don't recall none of that nonsense. People no. just fucking well, no, liked that's, the game. That's because it was 2007 and no one had thought of a battle pass. Yes, but you know what I mean? It lasted it because was people better. liked the game. It was better. <laughs> I'm not me saying it's better or worse. I'm just saying it, it hadn't been Me and my mates yet. used to play multi-tap Smackdown for fucking years. Just played it. Because if the game plays good and you've got all the content on that one disc, who gives a fuck? It's done. I know I the think companies make no money. It's, about, it's, it's not making weird. money in it, which is fine. But, yeah, um, of course it is. It's business. Not for I me. think it's. I think it's also worth remembering that the, this multiplayer they said would be out within like the next twelve months after the game came out. It's three years. Mm. Mm. Are people yeah, really? Yeah, they haven't got like, PS5 to, version yet. Fuck's sake! I'm trying to think of like recent iterations of like these sprawling single player story driven games that have done well. Like Red Dead Redemption Two didn't classically do well as the multiplayer. Not for them. Not for no. them. Fallout no. didn't do particularly well as a multiplayer. No. Oh god! So. Watch your mouth out. Well, exactly. But I just can't. I, I just don't know. That, were there that many people asking for a multiplayer Last of Us? Yeah, I mean, Faction, Factions Fact- was really good. Yeah, mm. Factions was good, but it didn't su- sustain a player base for very long. No, I played it for about a month. Same yeah. way, it didn't. There's a Resident Evil one as well, isn't there? That yeah. reverse, yeah, that's yeah. shite. Exactly. That's that. That just isn't good, though. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, they, they tried to do it with that, and like, it yeah. just hasn't worked. I don't think the servers are up anymore for reverse. I think they shut the servers down. No, you can do it over peer to peer now. Oh, for fucking brilliant. Can't so, wait. Pink City. <laughs> Can't wait. <sighs> Next. Fuck it. <laughs> Gollum Studio. Single <laughs> <Here we> go. <laughs> yes. On the, the second Lord of the Rings game, according to a 2 million euro government grant, Daedalic Entertainment, the studio behind the recently released and critically lambasted The Lord of the Rings Gollum, has reportedly received the funding from the German government to develop a second title. <laughs> They're giving him another game. <laughs> <laughs> Daedalic has also issued a formal apology to those who have been playing The Lord of the Rings Gollum, a game that has been extremely poorly received. 
We acknowledge and deeply regret that the game did not meet the expectations we set for ourselves or for our dedicated community. Please accept our sincere apologies for any disappointment this may have caused. That's no fucking shit. <laughs> Seriously, this game looks... it. Wow. I, I've been I watching just, this guy on TikTok and he, it's just him laughing at like all these... The, death- the, the, the big fella with the goatee. I've yeah. seen him as well. <laughs> All these TikToks are just him and a clip of Gollum and then him bursting into laughter because of an, a bug or like something that's shit or like he just fell over and he went, you you died the other day. It was just like... <laughs> I watched a... Um, do you know them long plays I do on uh, YouTube where they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're pre-recorded, there's no audience and he's like, right, we're going to get into Gollum. He starts playing it. Five minutes later, the screen window goes down. He goes to Steam refund thing. He starts refunding it, and he launches up two towers for PS PS Two. He went, "Let's play a real Lord of the Rings game." Do you, do, do, do you want to have? Do you want to have a stab at what the Metacritic score is? Twenty-two, twenty-three. Oh, I, was I think it's gone down to twenty-seven. It was thirty-four, so I think it's, is it gone down? So it's it, well, it's actually gone up from there. It's thirty-five with a user How? score of one point two. It's probably it's probably worst game. Like the, ha- the ha- triple the ha- slash double A game that's come out in last yeah. in this yeah, generation, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah, it is officially is. Um, the yeah. highest highest rated um, critic score is 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 a seventy, but most of them are oh. under fifty. Is it they a German got, website? Definitely got paid for that. Uh, yeah. Gaming trend? I've never heard of them. So I dot, saw a germ. Um, <laughs> the day after it got released, I saw an, an advert for it came up on TikTok. Saying, and it was somewhere on there going, this is like an amazing game, this blah, 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 blah. And I noticed that this was like three days before the launch day. You know, it's just like everyone in the comment was just like, how much did you get paid to do this like <laughs> advert? Because you clearly got paid to do to say good things I about mean, this game. To be fair, right? If companies are willing to, they want to reach out to me to lie to people about playing their games and saying they're excellent, I'm very good at acting. Very good. I could pretend to love something I don't. I, I have absolutely fucking loved seeing the state of this game. Like there was a there was a clip I sent to Stig, which was um Gollum's being chased by Shelob through the caves, and it's just the oh, fucking Crash Bandicoot. It, yeah, it's the yeah, Crash yeah. Bandicoot boulder levels, include the way he jumps over um, obstacles. Them, have you not seen that one with music on yeah, yeah. the Crash Bandicoot music? <laughs> That's it. And yeah. Shelob never catches up with you. Nope. <laughs> I think it was one of the console launch trailers as well. Like we, I remember yeah. we saw this ages ago and it looked shite. Yeah. So the oh, big yeah. surprise from yeah. that story is that people had expectations for it. Well, the, the I think it's a five-year the, development, this one. Or is it four? Yeah, four. No, five-year five development. The daft thing is as well, the, tr- the PS5 trailer that came out like when the PS5 launched yeah. looked better than the game that came out. They've changed the character model and everything. Changed the character model, removed half the lighting, none of it fucking works. Uh, fucking Gollum just will like dive and T-pose his way down the map it's hysterically bad just, I feel bad for people who've paid money for it and have to get refunds and all that but did I tell you that, off, that they offered me a code for it and I, I re- it's the first time I've refused it oh, you should have you should have fucking taken no, it I, 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 I can, can still, still get one I can still oh get, don't do it I'm don't lo- do yeah, it on terminals <laughs> it's, it's still being offered to me yeah. <laughs> they've emailed me three times saying do you want a code for Gollum I'm like Dude, no. <laughs> the way he jumps. You've seen the clips the way he jumps. He jumps up and then his whole body just goes rigid. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'll get a code. If a listener wants it off of me, you can fucking have it. Oh, no. I, I, can we do a Gollum Twitch stream? Twitch stream. <laughs> Twitch stream. All our names into a hat. Someone pulls it out and has got a Twitch stream Gollum. <laughs> Mate, I'll fucking cosplay as Gollum. I'll just have my top off and a line plop on. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll do it. 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 I'll do it.
Usually Oscar films are poignant fucking messages to people. They're like the the good films, not popcorn in your fucking mouth. It doesn't it doesn't there tend to be that many explosions or cars being jumped in Oscar winning I films. like Fast and Furious, <laughs> but none of them are what I'd call films. They're movies. They're just movies. That's all they are. They're not film. Roller coaster rides. Yeah. I'm like Scorsese then, aren't I? They're not film. They're not yeah. cinema. <laughs> God, what am I doing? More for you Next. and Gadget to review. Bring it on. I can't Yay. wait. Oh, no. Netflix's The Witcher team had the choice to end the show after Henry Cavill's departure. But showrunner Lauren Schmidt-Hisrich um, has shared more info and now has said there are just too many stories left to tell. Oh, there isn't. I'm calling it now. That show gets cancelled the first yep. season without Cavill. Mm. Yep. They didn't listen to Candy when Candy said, end it, end it. So Listen to it, mate. I know. Well, Your influencer status is going downhill. They'll learn. Well, they, all, the, all, all the leaks that are coming out about it, like the, like the, the, the state of it, it, the season three is going to be a fucking shit show. Do you know what? I just have I have images in my head. Do you know the people that like stop using oil and throwing yellow paint everywhere? Candy. Yeah. No more Witcher. <laughs> and she's in the fucking she's in the fucking British Museum throwing paint on. Paint. <laughs> stop the Witcher. The oh, that'd be so funny if I saw her doing didn't they, that. Didn't the end of the second series set up? Is it Wild Hunt? Mm. Yes. Uh, but isn't that meant to be good? In the books, no. In the game, yes. Yeah, Yeah, the books, the books, the Wild Hunt aren't really in it. They're kind of just as ever-present threat. You just know that Geralt joined them for a bit unwillingly. Yeah, well, we know that they're not really going off the books now, anyway, don't we? So they'll probably just use the game as a model. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Fuck knows what they're going to do now. They've done the big ones in that show. They've done the big, the the, like the really good stories. People forget that the books are not just novels. The anthologies. They've done the main beats that everyone loves, and it's like, what are you going to do now? Fuck it. Let's get rid. Get rid. Next. A couple of quickies for you. Liam Neeson is in talks for Dragonheart Reboot, alongside Taron Egerton and director Gareth Evans. Do we I've need a reboot of Dragonheart? Because it wasn't great in the yeah, first place. Gareth Evans involved. Well, there you go. I'm, I'm a big advocate for rebooting films that weren't very good. That's the films that you should give another go to rather than re- trying to reboot class yeah. amazing films because they never turn out good. And there's a good cast and a good director, so... Yeah, that's a solid line. I can't argue yeah. with it. Fair enough. Yeah. It'll still be shit. were good in it, weren't he? <laughs> <laughs> He's got... Neeson's got a good voice for, the, for a dragon. Yeah, it's not Sean yeah. Connery, though. No, of course not. Get him out of retirement. <laughs> Does anyone have a necromancer at hand? We need one. Oh, that'd be so funny. AI, Sean Connery. Let's do this. Next. Lionsgate has com- pretty much confirmed it's planning to continue the John Wick series with John Wick 5 in early development. Why not? Why the He's fuck not? not? They make money. They make money. People like them. Why not? I watched number four this week. Pound for pound, they're better than Matrix, aren't they? Oh, well, yeah, massively. Um, <laughs> There's only one good one. <laughs> this is my, that was my lowest rated John Wick. But you still enjoyed it? Yeah, it's a solid Can't three out of five, that, but yeah. it's too long. You know, I, I don't really, I don't, I'm not someone who is bothered about long films if I think that they're like warrant it, but it just, it needed 30 minutes taken off at minimum. Yeah, trim it, start, it, boys, trim it. It started to drag, both me and Kate. And that 30 minutes could have been trimmed 
from that one scene of what's his face walking from one end of the museum to the other. That was 25 minutes in itself. <laughs> yeah. The other five minutes was waiting for Keanu to say... Spoiler oh. alert, I didn't know he was in a museum. Come on. <laughs> sorry, 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 everyone. There's some re- the, I mean, the fight scenes are great. The cinematography is gorgeous. Donnie Yen was mint. Um, and there's bits of the, the music. The music and set pieces have like proper Hotline Miami vibes to them. Um, but I just I started to feel a bit it was just dragging it's tiring isn't it when you see yeah. that much action you don't need that many action scenes you get like physically tired yourself I've, n- I've never I can't recall anyway in a long long time maybe a Marvel film counts but do you know when them relentless action films I can't think what snack I'd eat while I'm watching a relentless action film because I stop popcorn. breathing when I watch some of them. No, it's I stop breathing. You can, <gasps> no, you can shovel popcorn right down. <laughs> cram it in. I think it'd have to be. I think it'd have to be flumps for. I'd have to eat a bag of flumps for. for John no, because then you get woolly teeth. <laughs> woolly teeth. You get too many woolly flumps. teeth. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, I couldn't think. Right in, guys. What's the perfect Fruit snack gums. for John Wick? Fruit gums. <laughs> Fruit gums. Let's gum the fuck out of them. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man, take your teeth out. Mmm, lovely. Next. I'm not sure about this next one, how I feel. Better Call Saul's rear Seahorn has joined the Bad Boys 4 movie with, of course, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence back. There's a, th- there's a third one. Yeah, yeah, Bad Boys for Life. I haven't seen two. I've seen one. Third one's better. It. The third one's better than the second one. Um, I didn't really rate the first one. I'm not banging to I, I, I like, hate I it. I like the first one. The... Um, They'll be kicking themselves, though, aren't they? I think I've already said this. Bad, bad Boys for Life. They've already used that. This is the fourth film. They can't use yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, so they can't use four, can they? No. Unless they, they do call bad, it bad Boys bad, Forever. I was going to say Bad Boys Forever. Yeah, they could do, couldn't they? Forever. Mm. She's mint, though, so, you know, fair, fair play. She's going to yeah, start getting these. She's very good. These big, she's very good. Big, like, uh, blockbuster-type roles as well. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. The Social Network and Soul will compose the score for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Yes. Which, which means it'll be a banger. Mm. Yes. Yes, so. please. I think please. this film's going to be Mills. I think this film's going to yeah, be higher. class. I like the turtles. Yeah. I didn't like them uh, ugly turtles we got. Them last few films were Megan Fox. Oh, Michael like Bay that. turtles. Mm. Yeah, I didn't like that. No, yeah. they made them all ugly. Ugly turtles. No, yeah, I saw a lot of people complaining about the way they talked. I was like, they're young teenagers. They're actually teenagers. <laughs> oh, you mean the Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles? Teenage, the teenage ones. That's the teenage. And you can tell everyone who was like our age who had that, the April O'Neil of like the 80s and 90s. Because like, that doesn't, look, doesn't look like April. It's just like, actually, it is if you, yeah. it's the original look. Yellow jumpsuit, ginger hair. Yeah. That's the girl. So. Whoa. I love Turtles. I think it's fantastic. And the the fucking comic books, the black and white comic books are brutal as fuck. Yeah. Mm. So good. A Creed sequel comic will release on June the 28th from writers yes. Latoya Morgan and Jolly Jameson. Um, mm. Also with input from Wilton Santos the, uh, as the artist and, of course, director Michael B. Jordan. Comic is set 10 years after Creed 3 as Amara Creed sets off on her own boxing path. If I knew she wanted to have a boxing comic. Mm-hmm. That's what um, I like. It. He said I, he I, I like to the do. idea of it. He wants to expand the whole Rocky Creed universe into comics, TV shows, like animated films and things like that. Like especially like animation and comics because they can kind of do time jumps and not have to wait for them to. Grow you need older. to read. You need to read the novel that I've got uh, by Todd Noy uh, called Drago, and through the ma- in the mountains of madness. It's a parody fan fiction novel about 
what Ivan Drago did after after Rocky Four, and it's <laughs> sensational. I've got it physically. It's did he incredible. go CHP Lovecraft? Did he with that title? Yeah, it's based. Oh my <laughs> god, it's so good, it's so good. It's not even an official Rocky thing. It's just well, we know so it in Creed Two, you find out that he got shunned by the government and the yeah, Russian got people. Shunned. And his wife won't talk to him anymore. Yeah. Oh, I love Creed's. I haven't seen the third one yet. Oh, All right. Yeah. Looking forward Pretty to good. it, though. Well, in music, Foo Fighters have announced that Josh Freeze will be replacing the late, great Taylor Hawkins on drums following his death in March last year. Did you is see the announcement? Is he that is session this? drummer? Yeah, he is. He's been on he basically everything since the year 2000. Yeah, I thought he was. He's a little pop-punk guy, isn't he? A little session drummer boy. Green Day. a bit of everything. Uh, no, he didn't do Green Day, but he's done like A Perfect Circle, Good Charlotte, uh, The Vandals, Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, I know he's um, been about, hasn't he? He has, he has worked on Foo Fighters stuff before when they were between drummers, like before Taylor came on. Um, he's a bit of a slack oh, yeah. then, isn't he? Well, he's a session drummer. He just takes the work where he can get it. <laughs> it's normally the session drummers that, or session musicians that tend to be the really good ones anyway. Sometimes they're the one that play on the albums as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the craft, isn't it? Mhm. Mhm. Okay. Good on him. Good on. Him. I'm glad they're bouncing back. Everyone loves Foo Fighters. There isn't a human alive that doesn't like the Foo Fighters. I'm glad. The the announcement gig thing that they put on was really good with them kind of in the studio having fun. Mm. Um, nice to see him, Tim. And Josh Freese's way of playing Monkey Wrench is fucking unreal. The lad puts fucking solos into the middle of riffs. It's incredible. Mm. That's what we need. I'm glad. I'm. I. I. I want to. I want to find out what the next album's going to be like. Well, the latest singles kind of perhaps back to it's good, isn't it? Like, yeah, like a bit early two thousand stuff. Yeah, I like it, mate. We're a bit heavier in it. Yeah, I think the more Dave Grohl, the older he gets, his voice suits the heavier side to it. It works. Yeah, I like it. I'm all, I'm, I'm, I'm banging to Foo Fighters. So absolutely, keep it coming. Next, finally to the Weird World Web. UFO hunter believes aliens have invaded Wales and are mutilating sheep. Again. Aliens <laughs> have invaded Wales and are beginning to kill the sheep. Mutilations in the Cambrian Mountains, with multiple carcasses spread several miles apart, have previously been blamed on big cats and the presence of the Beast of Bont. But Helena Worth, who describes herself as UFOologist and amateur scientist, has, <laughs> has claimed... Is, wait, hang on, hang on. Amateur scientist. Can I just say that I'm an amateur scientist? Pretty much. paid for yeah. being a scientist. Yeah. Right. I am actually an amateur scientist then. Thank you. <laughs> That's pathetic. <laughs> That's like me being called an amateur porn star. Well, not really. No. You see, Oodles, me and you, we're, we're amateur chemical engineers. We're, we're currently studying <laughs> the alcohol's effect on the liver. I'm an amateur <laughs> rocket scientist as well, mate. You can see me at Bonfire Night. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking amateur scientist is the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, ufologist is not far off as well. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, no. Which Those school do you go for that one? <laughs> Those people are fucking cranks. You reckon that's that? an NVQ or a City and Guild's fucking... <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Open Too university cars. Otherworldly UFO is a more likely explanation of the brutal killings of livestock. She said, oh, with, cattle and, with cattle and sheep mutilations, it's always very precise cut marks or something an animal couldn't do. And there often aren't any footprints up to the animals. So there's no evidence humans are responsible. <laughs> so maybe it could have come from above. Yeah, but the animal might have been an amateur surgeon. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember 30 years ago, 30 years ago though, people thought um, crop circles were aliens and then found out it was just a couple of blokes with some boards and a rope. It's like, come on, come on, stop stop clutching at straws. (laughs) We get it, there is life out there, we all know this. They ain't here and they ain't in Wales. (laughs) Tell you that much. It's a joke, man. I fucking love it. Oh, amateur fucking scientist. At least we've got a pod title name. Yeah, that that, that, that is going to be a pod title. <laughs> amateur fucking scientist. <laughs> right, fuck it. Let's get on to the next. That's what we've been doing. One bit of news What we've been doing. Near and dear oh, to our, just near and dear to our heart, Oodles. Black Sheep Brewery lives on. Oh, we've done it. Raise we've done pint. it, guys. Absolutely, and I'm the drinking, drinking it right. I'm drinking it right now to celebrate. We're drinking it yesterday, mate. That's why I sound like fucking shit today. <laughs> <laughs> Found a buyer, thank um, God. <laughs> the finest brewery in Yorkshire by a fucking margin, mate. I imagine they don't do a bad drink. <clears throat> Keep them going. Keep them going. Oh, love it. If you never tried Black Sheep, guys, you can get it direct from the website. Don't care where you are in the world, they will deliver it to you. Do it. I'm, I'm going to sump it from the sauce in July. Mm-mm-mm. Good lad, good lad. Right from the, the sheep's teat. Yep. <laughs> Unless That's the UFOs get there from. first. Oh, they're alcoholics. <laughs> oh, Nexus. Uh, candy, what have you been doing? Oh, God. Been to any, you've been to any right. like, knitting conventions or fucking... Not this, no, not this <laughs> week. Crafting <No>. fucking... <laughs> I like how she says, "Yeah, we went to a knitting convention. We went to a crafting I convention. Fucking you didn't- knitting. You went to you went to the fucking range, and you thought you were a convention centre. <laughs> yeah, range con and what? Range con. <laughs> that's, that's where you went. I was listening back to it. Hang on, she went to the range. I was reading. It. To be fair, I was clasping at straws at what to say in the in the uh, green room. But listen, they all get all to right. range con. No, this week I did something worse. I watched a film called Freaky. And was it? Oh, boy. Right. So. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, Freaky is a 2020 comedy comedy horror starring Vince Vaughn and written and directed by Christopher Lang. Um, He's also done one of the paranormal activities. He's also, he also directed that film that I talked about um, the other week called uh, We Have a Ghost. The one with um, David Harbour. Your dad in it. That's the one. Daddy. And um, Daddy released, released by Blumhouse. Um, mm. Oh, it's not good. It's not good. Oh, and it's it not <laughs> It's not bad. No, it's not bad oh, enough. Stig likes it. No, it's not bad enough to be terrible. To be exquisite, so. I should say. So it's, Who's the heel and who's the face in this argument? So the one who likes good horror films. Not say that this is a good horror film. When you can yeah, when you Compare it to the classics like Bloodfart Lake, The classics. Leprechaun, Spider, I Spiders, come on now. It's fine. So basically, you, you it's... Go on and I'll, I'll be bald. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a, you're, back, it's a, you're back in Stig's corner quite easily here. This is really good. <laughs> it's a failing combination of Freaky Friday and Halloween. So basically, the, uh, the, the antagonist, <laughs> Vince Vaughn, is a kind of Michael Myers type figure, but with a pancake on his face for reasons. Um, they all say that they recognise this killer as well. He's got a, a pancake on his face the entire time. Well, anyway, he goes to kill someone. He 
goes to a house who's um, a bunch of teenagers and their father's an art collector. Um, um, During one of his killing sprees, he smashes one of the cabinets and gets this, uh, what's it called? The Ladola dagger. So the following day, he goes on another killing spree. He tries to kill uh, a young lass with this Ladola dagger. They switch places the next morning and hilarity doesn't ensue. (laughs) I just, there were just... I would love to know your point, Stig, because there was just nothing redeeming about this. It was just boring. Nothing that we haven't seen before. It's I like Vince Vaughn when he's menacing, though. He's a monster. But he wasn't. But, but he wasn't because most of the film he was he was playing this young teenage girl character. And there's been many. Oh shit! Yeah, because of Freaky Friday. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there's been many comedies where we've had a, a like a body swap. They've done it way better. And it just. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were some good Face kills. Off. There were some good, good kills right at the beginning. I'll give it that. But the rest was just, no. Nothing. <laughs> I, just, I don't like the hit ratio with the horror genre. It's mainly always misses. It's, That's it, why I don't bother. That's why I don't bother with them. Because it, it crosses over to camp so often. It's, it's, it's hard to be genuinely terrifying. And I think if you're calling it a horror, it has to be actually scary. And sometimes the gore mixes up with the scares. And they get you get a gore fest rather than a rather than a horror scare fest. So I think I mean there's a case to be made about separating those two genres. So not just you know a horror should, like is it a scary film or is it a gory film that you you know they should be possibly two different. But the, yeah, this was camp, but not camp enough. I think um, yeah, it just hadn't done anything new. I didn't think if it, you know if you're a bunch of teenage girls watching it, it's probably Ace. But Vince Vaughn wasn't doing Vince Vaughn wasn't doing menacing. He was doing teenage girl, and I just no, nah, it wasn't for me. Stig, over oh, to you. Shame. <laughs> it's fucking m- mint, right? <laughs> mint, it, <laughs> like it's so much fun and so like it is campy. That's the whole point. And Vince Vaughn, and critics love it as well. Six foot seven, six foot eight, Vince Vaughn playing a teenage girl. My review here was this film is beautifully summed up in one scene: Vince Vaughn playing a teenage girl trapped in his body, slapping his dick back and forth. <laughs> well, that's I mean, was, that, was it funny? <laughs> yes. No. Like Jack Black I, I played think, a better girl in Jumanji. I think. I think. <laughs> I think based on the last two years, because can we can we say this is two years since Candy's been on this podcast? Round of applause. Yes, <laughs> is it? Yeah, it was our anniversary this week. How many times has she brought day. something really shit and said it's good? <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I'd like to see the maths, the uh, the equations for this. Look at the, the film she made percentage. us watch. <laughs> <laughs> that she thinks are good films. Well, that's my point exactly. Like it, it turns around from going so awful, it's brilliant. But this doesn't. It, this doesn't reach that. This is a two or three star out of five. This doesn't get to the Four dizzying out of five. lows Big of time. awful. I was planning so on watching this anyway because I saw the critics' reviews, and now Stig said it's good as well. Me and Stig usually align quite well. What was, what Sorry, was your Candy. drink? I'm Team what Stig was your on this one. Level when you were watching this, by the way. What, what were you, you normally like to have a few drinks. You were watching it while you were in the range on a phone. <laughs> I watched it this <laughs> afternoon the and I was stone cold sober. There's your problem. I think it does. I think it does do. I think it does do things new because no one's done a body swap horror. Like they've just done body swap, Freaky Friday, Lindsay Lohan, Jamie Lee Curtis, like teenage seventeen again. Catherine Newton, like she's the psycho in this because she's the killer in a teenage girl's body. Mm. 
Um, Vince okay, Vaughn I, I is really... a six foot odd, like huge man, <laughs> meant to be the psycho, but now he's playing Vince Vaughn girl. is freakishly big. Like he I just saw it was so, it, It's like um, Happy Death Day. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, actually, he directed that as well. There you go, and I like that. It's fine. People like different things. Like I, but I, I just it for the, for me. Like I just really enjoyed this. I thought it was really good. Mm. No, I can see you the point that no one's done a body swap horror that I can think of. So yeah, fair enough. But no, it just it 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 wasn't enough. It it didn't lean into itself enough. If that makes sense. Yeah, I like, thought. I, mm-hmm. I, th- I, I think it, I, th- I just think that it it could have done more to be funny or do more to be horror because with the exception of the opening scenes, though, I mean there was maybe one or two good kills and that was it. Like we, the, the intro was the shocking part. And then it didn't really like, it, it didn't sort of get into itself for, and it's not a long film. It's about an hour and a half. And for the first half an hour, nice. with the exception of the opening scene, it just kind of did nothing. It fell flat. And for the rest of the film, it just, it was just quite mediocre. I think it could have done more. It could have done more horrific kills and it could have been funnier. I think it was just a little bit tepid for me and that it didn't do. Horror particularly well, and it didn't do com- comedy particularly well either. And there was no Rob Zombie in it. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> see, I'm not looking for horror in that type of film because I know it's a comedy. So I'm not looking for scares or tension. <clears throat> it's like a black comedy, Just isn't it? Just looking for gore, yeah. Mm, but I like it. Yeah, I do like a black comedy though. But this is described as a comedy horror. Mm. So there mm. needs to be there needs to be more horror, more comedy. Listener, you decide. <laughs> Oh, have you got more for the green room later then? I do, I do. Cool, cool, cool. I'll do the next pick. I've watched a f- and, and done a few little... I'm, I'm not going to talk much on this because I've just been flicking and flocking. Um, I 100%ed Zelda this week. Done. Oh, did you? Gone. Done. Finn. Um, I stick by what I said. It's a must play. It's one of the best games ever made. It doesn't drop the ball at all. Um, I'm not going to spoil ending, but... It's got the toughest Zelda boss I've ever fought. Ten attempts it took me to do the last boss. Ten attempts. So if you're the guy, type person that doesn't like a challenge, go in with lots of fairies. And then fairies that resurrect you. You know that bit earlier where I said I'd buy it off you? I take that back. Ah, oh, the last <laughs> boss is so tough. But ten to me is nothing. I, I, can, I mean, I'm just... It's one of those games that's got fantastic checkpoints as well, so you're all right anyway. It's in and out, in and out, in and out. You know what I mean? It's really mad. good. It's mad. I've played about 10 hours, but I've only just fought my first boss, which is one of those cube bastards on top of the... Because uh, when you play games, you look at the environment and go, wow. I do, yeah. I'm like Naruto. I'm stuck in a snow area. No, they are the worst bits of snow areas. I don't like them. But yeah, I think hitting those, the game bits, is... hitting those bits that I didn't like about Breath of the Wild again already. It's Yeah. Yeah. It, there are repetitive moments in it, but the shrines in this make it up for me because it's that palette cleanser, the puzzles. I think the puzzles in this are some of the best puzzles I've ever puzzled. They're sensational. Some of the shrines in I mean, there's a shrine that's Robot Wars gadget. Mid into it. There's a big there's a big circular pit and it tells you to create a robot. Of your own design, there's so many materials behind you, and go and hypnodisc another fucking robot, mate. <laughs> it's so brilliant. Good. It's so you good. Don't have, you don't have to sell me to it. Sell me on it. I'm absolutely loving it. I'm just dipping in and out. Yeah, it is a dipping game, but you know what I'm like. I know what you like. Also, I mean, I've been I've started uh, Cassette Beasts. Um, 
Except Beast is a Pokemon clone with a cool twist. Isn't it where... super pervy? No. That's a cool <laughs> twist. <laughs> no, no, no. Pervy Pokemon. No, no, no. No, there's not pervy about it. The twist is you have to put a, like a Sony Walkman on and press play on your cassette, and the cassettes are the Pokemons. You you put the cassettes in, and you and you battle like Pokemons, and the beasts are fantastic. And I'm not again, I'm not really far into it. It's really good so far, but unfortunately, I cannot recommend any of you buy it because it's fucked at the moment at launch. Like it's just just do you know when like a game pauses to a halt. For no reason, if you jump in, yeah. like, oh, I can't come. it's like don't bother getting it yet. The, apparently, the the company are patching it big style. Um, I also watched Ant Man. Mm. Ant Man. I'm kind. I'm, I'm kind. I'm kind of wanting Stig here. Come back, Stig. Come back. Come back, Stig. What? I watched Ant Man. Oh, right. I'll jump in because I also watched Ant Man this week. It was going to be my green room. <sighs> Do you know how um, Wakanda Forever was my least favourite um, Marvel film? Ant Man Quantum Mania is now my least favourite Marvel film of all time. <laughs> Shite, innit? I've never, ever, and I didn't love Ant Man 2, but I didn't hate it. It's just mid as fuck. Now, ooh, why did this film exist? I know positivity month's next month, so I'm allowed to get this off my chest. This like spits on the face of any fan of of Marvel for the past fifty years. It just absolutely just destroys anything you believe about these characters. None of it makes sense. All of this could have been stopped if um, Janet spoke. <laughs> this, <laughs> if she, it's called Ant Man and the Wasp. She's in it for a minute. The Wasp. <laughs> It's fucking shite. But Oodles, you got Modoc. You got Modoc, man. Oodles. I just, I, the the pictures Stig showed me, it doesn't do it justice for what the actual moving image looks like. <laughs> it looks like he's in a fishbowl. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. But that's not the main thing. Um, the main thing, um, I think Stig's doing this as well. Air? No, I've got some else. Excellent. So, Air. Uh, was it? Is it Apple TV? Did I watch it on Apple? Oh, did uh, it? No, it's on Prime. Prime Sorry, it's on Prime. Prime. Yeah, Prime. I watched it on Prime. Um, <clears throat> starring um, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. I think did he direct it as well? Yes. It's a biopic of um, mid eighties Nike, or as the Americans call it, Nike. Don't like it. I know that's it is what Nike it is. technically, isn't it? I know because they made it. <laughs> it's theirs, isn't it? I'm just but not ever going to do it. You don't get on your bikey, do you? It's like when they, they, also, say, they also say Adidas. Adidas. I'm like, no, no, stop Adidas. saying it. But yeah, it's it's, it's a well documented and well known um, story of the Air Jordans, which to this day I think is the most popular footwear of all time. Yeah. Ever. Like I think it's worth about two billion dollars in revenue. Michael Jordan still gets about four hundred million a year still from it. So. <laughs> and those original, the original um, Air Jordans before they put the silhouette Air Jordan on it, they're like one some of the most expensive trainers you can get, worth millions. Um, it's a story of. It's not about Michael Jordan. This film is it? Oh, no, you never see him. You never see his face, apart, apart from the back of his head. Yeah, back of his head. Uh, it's about the guy who. 
basically did the unthinkable, especially in the mid eighties, where he was like, "I believe in this kid. I'm. He's, he's a guy that's he works. He works for Nike, and he's been watching a lot of these up and coming because college level sports in America." Is what we call Premier League over here because they fucking love their college sports over there. That's still a multi-million dollar industry, probably billion dollar now. Uh, so they, they draft everyone. They're up and comers, and he's been, he'd been watching Michael Jordan, and and he had a was it two hundred fifty thousand dollar budget to draft uh, three up and comers to be sponsored by Nike in the basketball field. Bear in mind back then, it was all Converse, wasn't it? Converse. Which, and, could you imagine um, doing any sports in Converse? Adidas, yeah, there were two big ones. Converse are awfully uncomfortable. Can you imagine running in a pair of Converse? Oh. <laughs> Fuck that. But yeah, the Adidas and Converse were the big ones. And it's basically, the, I'm not going to spoil much of it, it's basically the story of him chasing that that belief uh, and gambling and, and doing the ultimate gamble. Like, his, his, his whole livelihood's at stake on this one We've got to get Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan notoriously hated Nike, didn't he? Hated him. Yeah, he wanted to be. He wants to be with Adidas. Adidas. It's just because of the cool, cool brand. Like, yeah, Nike were. They did running trainers. They didn't do basketball yeah. shoes. No one wanted to yeah. be with Nike. It was all the people that were with Nike were like the third rate, second rate players. If you wanted to be a top yeah. player, you were Converse or, or Adidas. Yeah, yeah. And to this day, I still think Adidas is a better brand. I love Adidas. I mean, you know, the amount of sambas I've gone through. Christ. But yeah. Um, it's just a really good, and I love it when Affleck and Damon are together again. I think they're phenomenal. Like since Goodwill Hunting, them two, I know the best pals anyway, aren't they? When they put their heads to something, it always yields really good results. You say what you want about Ben Affleck, right? He's a great director. He's a fucking great director. Think of his films that he's done. They're all pretty good, aren't they? Yeah, he's a very good director. He's very good at directing himself, weirdly enough. His best performance yeah. is when he directs himself. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's just a really good biopic. It's all based on facts and truth. And it, I don't know, there's just something about it. It just warmed my heart a little bit, even though it's about good old-fashioned capitalism. It's just it's just a really fucking well-acted... It's got um, Jason Bateman in it as well. He's really good in it. And Chris Tucker. Ew. Chris Tucker. Viola, oh, Chris Viola Tucker Davis. Back. Yeah, Viola Davis is great. It's just good. It's just an all-around. If you like them, them biopics, like no, it's not as edgy as like Social Network. It's like uh, Moneyball, those kind of things, isn't it? It's just yeah, like it's just a good, really, it's a good. really good, really good script, well directed, good characters. Yeah. It's funny. Um, yeah, everyone's just really good in it. Um, Michael Jordan said that the only way he would sanction this film was if they got Viola Davis to play his mum. Cause she, yeah, so, so they did. <laughs> no, but like Michael Jordan's mum was his world, wasn't she? She like ran his. Oh yeah, his like she is the. She's the so, boss. So the film is like all the dealings are with her. Like it's not yeah. with Michael. He like she is in charge. She was the one that ran ran everything. She's the yeah. one that did it all. And and Sonny um, Vaccaro, who's Matt Damon's character, yeah, he he kind of yeah. he saw something in in Michael Jordan, and like he also yeah. he puts everything and he says all the budget. Everything, everything goes on Michael Jordan. We're not splitting this budget between three different players. It all yeah. has to go on him. And if I'm wrong, then you can fire me and I'll quit the business. But I'll never work again. Yeah. But the, the thing is as well, it set the precedent for uh, not, a, not a sponsorship. It's more you own the rights to your own name as well, didn't it? 
the yeah, first it, ever. It, 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 it's the first thing that managed to change a lot of things in the sport yeah. where players actually got their money and their dues yeah. for what they were owed from these companies. And it also led to the image rights for college yeah. basketball stars to get theirs as well. Which is great. Famously in America is you're not allowed to earn money up until yeah. 2017, I think it was. College yeah. stars in football, basketball, baseball. They were making loads of money, but not getting Making shitloads of money, but weren't allowed to have <laughs> yeah. any of it themselves. Went straight back into college and the, the, everyone yeah. that worked on it. And sponsors and everything. So that's all changed. And, and Sonny uh, Vaccaro was, a, him. Yeah, was yeah. a big supporter just, and kind of got head guy to get, to get this over the line. It's for great college. as well. And Matt Damon's... Put a bit of weight on for it, hasn't he? It looks good. It's it's realistic. It's there's no gritty yeah. about it. There's no like sadness to it. It's just a fucking hard hitting, great biopic, and I I, I rate it. It's, it's in my top ten this year so far. I think it's. Yeah, I I love the conversations between Sonny and David Falk, the agent. Oh, so they good. They hate each other. They hate each other. They hate each other, but they do. It's a love hate relationship, and yeah. the back and forth is brilliant. Yeah, it's so it's funny. So good. If you've not watched it, you've all got Prime. Trust me. Everyone in really has got good. Prime. Just watch it. Honestly, I think it's we joked about it when we, we, we came up in the yeah, news, we did. didn't we? Where it's like, oh, the story of someone getting the shoe. It's just like, actually. <laughs> actually, it's been it's really, really good. Top 10 year. <laughs> it's my third favourite film of the year, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, oh, shit. It's so good. So you, Please watch Air. Please. You've had Tetris and now you've got um, Jordan. Tetris were good as well. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's my fourth. <laughs> I will never knock these fucking concepts ever again because I keep getting knocked down from the pedestal. I'm saying, actually, it's good. <laughs> so, but yeah, watch your um, Stig, what's, what's yours, mate? Well, I went to see The Little Mermaid with my daughters this week. So yes. I'll talk about that. Um, I think this is better than the cartoon. Wow. I've, there, I've said it. <laughs> Strong words. <laughs> but... I'm someone who never thought the cartoon was all that in the first place. Banging soundtrack. You are wrong. It's a great soundtrack. Uh, it's very vibrant, but the story is proper wishy-washy. Um, Mate, without The Little Mermaid and Ursula, drag wouldn't be what drag is today. She inspired... Ursula was based on drag. <laughs> she inspired a movement. <laughs> no, she was inspired by the movement. All right. But still, fantastic. I, I fucking love Little Mermaid. I'm only correcting you on that because if Pippi, as you say that, she'll come down there and stab you in the face. I think I think the songs in The Little she Mermaid like are great. Much, yeah. But I re- great. No, I re-watched all the Disneys a few years ago, uh, trying to fill in some of the blank spots of like the older ones I'd not seen. And I just thought it's not as good as you remember as a, as a child. I think. I watched it last year. <laughs> I think this is better. Uh, I think His that point it, still stands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that it's, it's the best modern live action remake that of this like. That's recent, not a high bar though, is it? No, but of this recent slew, because uh, the Hundred One Dalmatians is by far still the best one. The the uh, Fingy Daniels one, the nineties um, one, yeah, with Glenn yeah. Close. Yeah. Um, but it's oh, good actually that film. I think that Haley Bailey is ah Haley Halle ba- Bailey. Sorry, uh, what? She's <laughs> fantastic. Halle Bailey, yeah, she's oh. brilliant as Ariel. Like her voice, her her voice is fantastic. She I've is heard her singing on amazing uh, singer Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, and she's singing on that. Yeah, um, and she does really well. All the acting as well is really good because she's not an actress. Like this is her like first major role, 
Uh, she's done like first. She's done a few things here and there. Yeah, she does like a singing with her sister. She's done like a few things here and there, but this is like her first like front and center big role. Mm. And she does really well with the facial expressions, you know, when she when she's mute. So yeah, 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 yeah. Like she does. That's the main bit as well. It's the main chunk of the film. Yeah. Isn't it? Uh, so she's really, really good in the lead, and she looks like a Disney princess. She's got the presence yeah, of yeah. one. She can sing. Um, she does justice to all the songs. Melissa McCarthy is fucking awesome as Ursula, Gosh, chewing she's up gonna be. all the scenery. Uh, she also has a set of pipes now, which I did not know that she had. Like she, so she's not even dubbed over by someone else. It's no, her she, singing. she can sing. <laughs> wow, that's a good uh, song that Ursula gets she, as well. She, she, she was a, like a stage school kid, so yeah, she had singing. Oh, really see, I didn't, know, I didn't know that, but I, yeah. I just, I was there when go. she started singing that song and she hits like the big notes. I was like, oh wow, the banging tune. If it's the same one, yeah, it's all the, yeah, same, it's the same ones. One. All the songs that's are the same. Uh, slight, uh, you know, kind of. Isn't remixes. Sebastian just a proper crap now? He's creepy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Flounder looks creepy. So Sebastian isn't too bad, right? Um, he, he kind of works. <laughs> He's just a Fla- crab, isn't he? Flounder's a nightmare. Like it just <laughs> <laughs> absolute nightmare. He's an actual honest to god flounder in this, isn't he? Yeah, yeah just yeah. a fish. <laughs> but They're he also, fish. but he also kind of gets side pushed to the side in this. Like you don't get a lot of flounder in it. It's mainly Sebastian who's the like the. Yeah, because Flounder still hops up and down above water, doesn't he? When she's yeah, he's still princess. around, and he still, he still manages like going, to get around. Come on, Sebastian, let's go save her! Yeah, and whereas this, they've shite. kind of looked at it and go, well, we're trying to go for the realism, but in a way, we can't. What do we do with this fish? Oh, fuck it, just put him over there. So Sebastian coming around, he's fine. Is, does Sebastian still have a Jamaican accent, and is he played by a black man this time? Yeah, Sebastian's played by Davy Diggs. Uh, and oh, thank you. He, the original wasn't. He is also... <laughs> Brilliant, really funny. Sebastian gets a lot of good and funny lines. And to say even he he looks like a real crab because he's got eyes, but they actually his eyes are really emotive, and you and you can tell like yeah, the, yeah, kind yeah. Of, the expressions of what he's doing with his eyes. They do a really good job with him. Um, Javier Bardem rocks the King, King Triton look. He looks amazing. Big beard, oh, big long hair. Anyway, he? He, he's yeah. fantastic. Uh, they've added a few new songs in now, so Prince Eric gets his own songs. A couple of other. Who yeah. plays Eric? Uh, there is, I have no idea what he's called. He's a newbie. Uh, it is Jonah Hewer King. Never heard of Never him. Never heard of him. No. Is he, <laughs> is he actually a character this time around? Because in the cartoon, he's kind of a bit of a yes, and this, wallpaper. And mm. this is kind of my point about it being a better film. He's an actual character and he actually has things to do and actually has a song. And, and actually, there's more about them. There's more relationship between them, and it shows them falling in love more than it ever does in the cartoon. Um, they actually have another song together when they go off on their travel, their day out together, and the kiss. Is it the- actually set in Denmark, like the original books? No, no, it's not on a full Caribbean island kind of thing, like <laughs> right, slash, yeah, just enough. the same as the, the cartoon. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I just thought that the. The fact that they padded it out a bit more with additional songs, extra importance on her voice. It's now her voice is her mermaid siren. You know how like the the yeah, yeah. stories of mermaids having their siren voice? That's her magical power. It's not just the fact that Ursula takes her voice. She kind of takes that siren from her. Uh, there's, ah. Like I said, there's more extra story beats between Eric and Ariel, uh, and it just completes the story a lot more for me. Um, it's not really doing anything. Reviews, though. Different in the reviews. end. Um, yeah, I mean, it, most reviews are kind of like three or four stars. 
I think. Yeah. They're not they're not blowing anything out the it's not blowing anything out the water, but it's it's a really decent job. Um Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The VFX a bit hit and miss at times, but it's you know, it's they're trying to do that underwater look and under the sea. Yeah, it's quite ah, hard. It? We've but all seen Aquaman. But it, but it still looks really vibrant. <laughs> like it looks like the um Under the Sea, Kiss the Girl, um the other what aerial song, um part of that world, all look amazing. So they've cool. done a, I think they've they're still the done a really, base, they? really good main, job. Yeah, the score is great. It's got um Alan Menken's back redoing the score. Yep. He was the original composer of the first yep. one. And they've also brought Lin Manuel Miranda in to do additional stuff. So of course they wheel him out the cupboard. Yeah, but why not? He's the why not? He's a fucking hit machine, mate. He's a hit machine. He's the best in business at the moment, that man. So yeah, it's it's a three out of five star film, uh, but it's a solid but effort. That's enough, isn't it? It's enough um, for a family film. Kids loved it. Kate, who loves Little Mermaid, she loved it. So oh, good. I think it's it's the de- done a decent job. I'm looking forward to this Hercules that they're going to do because I've said it before. It's my favourite one, and it's got a lot of scope. That film hasn't it. Hercules yeah, itself. Like, how are they going to do all that? Sure, the lad who the cast as Hercules is he Greek? Should be. It's not that big. I want to fucking Ooh. keep the muses in because they're the best bit of the film for me. <laughs> yes, they are absolutely the best. Those, bit. those girls can sing. They got some uh, pipes. Yeah, um, I can't remember what they said about that. I think it's the Russo brothers. Oh, now you have my interest. Okay, could be wrong. Yeah, could be completely wrong. So don't. I'm just. It's like, again, it's my favorite. It's my favorite one, Hercules. So I'm just. If if it keeps if the trajectory keeps going up. I'm happy. I'm happy. Because some of these are like, I know people say, it's my childhood, but kind of is for a lot of people, isn't it? You remember these things fondly. I fucking love Disney growing up. And I just hope it, hope it pays off. Wait That's... while the live action Toy Story comes out. This is why I keep kind of, <laughs> well, this is why I keep kind of, <clears throat> what, pardon me, this is why I keep kind of watching them because they're yeah, my childhood them. and I'm interested to see what they're like yeah how they've done it how they, yeah so am I I've seen them all but it's not at cinema I've seen them all when they come on Disney the kids enjoy that. going to see them so took them my least favourite was Beauty and the Beast but I, I was going to say you have to work hard to do worse than that oh, I did I like worse than it. that <laughs> no I liked Gaston you know what I mean I liked him obviously Snow White and the Huntsman awful <laughs> oh yeah there's that <laughs> yeah I forgot about was that Melissa, was Maleficent that? Was there Snow White Huntsman a, D- a Disney remake? I thought that was like something independent because it was based off the book rather than. No, because it was Snow no. White originally. Then they did the spin off Snow White and the Huntsman, didn't they? It's part of that or Disney remake. Like oh, yeah, is it? Is it? Okay, well, okay. That's I didn't like Cinderella. Um, Peter Pan I, and Wendy I, wasn't great. Yeah, that's all. Oh, that's one I need to watch. Peter Pan and Wendy. Do you know what's a really good one? It. And actually, I think it's better than the cartoon as well. It went straight to Disney Plus. Lady and the Tramp. Wow, I didn't know it came out. They just put it straight to Disney Plus. Are the real dogs? No, CGI dogs, but oh. um, the photorealistic like CGI yeah, dogs. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's stre- stretching the definition of live action remake. Uh, everything, because you know, all the human characters and all the sets. Oh, right, come on, Lion King. It's there not Lion real King. lions. <laughs> See, they got away with the Lion King, right? Because there's one scene where they use photo- where they use yeah. actual live footage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's one scene and the oh. rest of it's all computer generated. That's the but, problem with Lanking. It had no soul to it at all. It was so flat. No, but I, honestly, yeah. I, I, I've... Lady and the Tramp's pretty good. I might watch that then. Mm. Cool. Excellent. Little Mermaid. Check it out. Biggie, our Little Mermaid. What have you been doing? <laughs> 
Uh, I'm afraid I've done the dirty, and I listened to another podcast. What? Get off! Get off! How what other podcast? How'd you kick him? I know, I know. I know there were other ones. Well, Where's the kick button? <laughs> but uh, I've, di- I've discovered this via Twitter. <laughs> that weren't me. So these guys, on, I sp- caught them on Twitter. Um, it's called All the Right Movies. Um, and they basically post. Um, so you've been a listening to a on... different movie podcast when we've got one in our crew. Yeah, that does movies, unbelievable. But this one, in the... it's it's quite easy to explain, really. So on Twitter, they'll pick a movie and they'll do a thread, and then they'll do something like thirty-eight interesting facts about you know a really good movie. All the classics. <laughs> they basically it sounds like on. a podcast I know. <laughs> it sounds like plots. Exactly. Um, but what I actually like about this uh, is basically, I think, up to five uh, university mates. I think they're Geordies as well by their accent. Um, oh, we are they clearly know each other, um, really get on really well. So just having a bunch of guys in a room chatting about their favourite movie. And then, you know, it's like. He's the two bald ones, one we are, <laughs> one we are Pearl, and one no with Ginger Air on it. <laughs> but, um, I just really like it. Um, they've got a big list of just classic movies. So they're basically talking about things they like, so they have a passion. Uh, naturally, the mm-hmm. first one I listened to was The Thing. Um, I also listened to yeah. Star Wars. But mm-hmm. they they have a passion for the movies they're talking about. So they, they kind of do it not too different to what we do for Too Far Too Curious. So they basically kind of... <laughs> not too different. <laughs> I'm pretty they're sure the word passion oh, doesn't come in. They, they kind of run through the plot of the movie, but then they pick out their favourite bits from that movie. They discuss um, the director, for example, and they'll talk a bit about who the director is, where he's come from, what he's done beforehand. And they talk about the cinematography, the music, but they talk about the actors as well. But they just generally have a good old chinwag about the movie mm-hmm. and the favourite bits from it. And they drop in some facts you may not know about the making of the movie and stuff like that. Really interesting stuff. And I just really like it. I think it's just really cool. It's about I two like hours kind of podcast too, mate. I like them. And just a very enjoyable listen. They have a giggle while they're doing it. They're, they're called again? throughout. And yeah, I just really like I think it's really good. There's uh, all the right movies. And there's a massive list um, of stuff they've put out. So I'll give you a quick rundown. They've done Get Out, The Shining, Empire Strikes Back, Rocky, Fargo, Alien, Matrix, etc. So they're obviously picking out great movies that they want to discuss and talk about. Well, they haven't picked Terror and Blood Fight Lake yet, have they? The host obviously does quite a lot of research. And then those that that film might be one of their favourites will also have some tidbits that they'll throw in. But I just like it. It's just a really. Easy listen, yeah. just really cool, really chilled out, and uh, I think it's great. I think they've done a great job, so I'm going to yeah, listen to a lot more episodes. Yeah, but, I'm just yeah, looking at their Twitter now, like just like the the kind of clips and facts and that they put up, like regarding some films and stuff. Looks interesting. Yeah, do you like a, do you like a film uh, podcast? So I'm, I'll, I'll keep yeah, it and their Twitter feed is just really good because they did one about Alien. I was just reading through all the little snippets they put in there. Yeah, so I'm looking at it now. Yeah, the making of. Yeah, really interesting stuff. I listen to more really cool. film podcasts than any other. I don't listen to game podcasts if I can help it. Uh, film ones, I think literally nearly all of my are films. And then there's the weird ones like what Dean does with concepts. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. I just like the fact that I've they, got they room all for get one. on. I've got room for, for one. I just like the fact they all get on, they all have a laugh with each other, and it's just a really easy listen. It's really good. And obviously you can just pick out the episodes of films that you like so you can enjoy it with them. Cool. And the Thing one's fantastic, and I really enjoyed the Star Wars one yesterday. You reckon that the Thing one's a good jumping on point then, yeah? Yeah, it can do. I thought it was brilliant. But yeah, just pick pick a movie out of the list that you like. 
they obviously okay. have a patron and stuff like that but uh, i'm just listening to they're the not getting my money nobody access to. <laughs> <laughs> there's only one patron you need anyway mm-hmm. yep that's right not ours i'm joking ours um you got any more mate that's I'm it save it cool 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 gadget a uh, quick one from me we're midway through the year so of course i'm going to talk about summer games done quick which started um this weekend already already I had to do it a little bit earlier this year. Normally do it in June, but they've ended up doing it um, at the end of May. Uh, so this is the summer version of Games Done Quick, um, and this one is for Doctors Without Borders. Yes. Um, and it's it's only been on for a day or so, so I, I don't have any highlights to talk about or anything like that. But they are back in back in person. It's no longer online, which is nice. It's nice to have the audience there cheering them on and kind of put, uh, push them on. It's a little bit more fun. What good up, up and comings are because you know you like you have to tell me the highlights. Oh yeah, that's how I do it. So what's coming? So, so up and coming. So we're recording this on the Monday night. So from Tuesday, May thirtieth, uh, Legend of Zelda: A Link Between Worlds in one hour thirty-five. Fuck off! No <laughs> way. Chain Echoes in fifty-three minutes. What? Yeah. The new get the new game Chain Echoes that I've still yet to complete. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush in under three hours. Never it's played actually that, so slow for that game. That. Uh, Signalis in under an hour. Wow. Sifu in 50 minutes. I can wow. see someone doing that. You can't. You, surely they can't die once. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey in an hour. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Paper Mario on the N64 in under two hours. That's, that's quite a long game. It's a very long game. Uh, Curse of Monkey Island in 24 minutes. Not reading anything. <laughs> Probably not. Th- that'll be hammering through that one ridiculously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Metroid Prime Remastered in two hours. Yeah, I'll watch that. Uh, there was a couple of other uh, listed out here, and I can't find them because I've scrolled off the screen. Uh, Final Fantasy IV Pixel Remaster in under three hours. I can do that. Uh, Elden Ring in an hour 20. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and and the last bonus game. So this was this one is at UK times on Sunday at five mm-hmm. in the morning. I might actually get up early to watch this um, if they get it. So it's the last bonus game. So you basically they have like a donation incentive yep. to get up to it. Uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild in one hour forty five. Any percent blindfolded? Oh. <gasps> Yeah, I watched the Mario, the Mario 64 blindfolds, one of my favourite of all time. Yeah. Where he's knocking I, on walls. Yeah, exactly. Where he is. I don't know how you can do Breath of the Wild blindfolded. It's such um, an open game. He'll be listening to his... He'll, be, he'll, he'll have to listen to that way, innit? Yeah, but what, yeah, like happens, to, what happens if you but, just, but, but, your but, glider but, just goes off in the wrong direction slightly? No, but when, <laughs> when Link goes to the edge of the cliff, he goes, he's going to know when a cliff is and stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah, how's he going to work out where he is on Hyrule Field? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> and when the weather changes, like when it starts going windy already. Like when that's, RNG that... kicks in as well and he can't yeah, pick a weapon up. That's why I'm super interested in it. Oh, shit. I'm thinking about the uh, Calamity Ganon fight as well. Oh, shit. How are you going to do it? The guy's playing it going, I've no idea where I am, what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> am I at the main menu yet? <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Go, all I said I was going to do was attempt it. It said I was going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately, to get on this one, you have to actually prove that you can do it. Wow. Uh, there was one. There was one other that I spotted that. Um, I don't know where that's oh. gone. 
Breath of the Wild blindfold is insane. The Mario 64 one's great feat of like sound engineering, isn't it? It's like you've got to use your ears all the way through it, obviously. But yeah. it's all about like knocking on, because Mario's so vocal in that game. But Link's silent, mainly. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. It just goes a bit of... Yeah, the last one I was going to bring, one, one for Candy, uh, the Elder Scrolls Anthology. All of them in two hours. Oh, wow. How quick can you beat Skyrim? Can you go to the end if you know where the end is? Yeah. Can you? Yeah. You won't last long. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Does, is, is that a scaling game? Does the scale with you? Or is it just the bosses, the bosses levels? I think Anduin's still a really strong boss. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Here we go again. But yeah, so that's, I'll be mostly watching that this weekend. Obviously, on next week's show, I'll come back and talk about the total and any runs that I liked. But yeah, it's. Uh, I like I'm it. Look- yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out of it. And like I, I never say, watch it, them live. I just like it when Gadget sends me a cheeky link. It'll like, watch this one. He knows what I like. I've got a curator. It's good to yeah. have. Well, they, they, they've also put some kind of weirder ones in this one this year. So X Men Arcades in it for the first time. Fantastic game. Um, Klonoa Fantasy Reverie. That's in it, which is oh, nice. Daughter weird... Phantom Mile were better. Well, true. Yeah. Uh, GTA San Andreas in like four hours, which is still. I, can't believe that people speed run blindfolded, those games. ears cut off. <laughs> uh, one for Stig, golf it. First five maps in half an hour. Oh, I don't know the actual maps. I play all the fucking community <laughs> weird as fuck maps. That's where it's at with golf it. We don't play the we don't play the actual proper maps. <laughs> I know, but you can watch it and see how to play it properly. Where's the wow. fun in that? The whole point of golf it, the whole point of golf it is get pissed as fuck and whack a ball around to play. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's the whole point of golf in it. <laughs> in general, get pissed as fuck and yeah. whack a ball around. Watch people oh, rage quit when they can't. <laughs> I'm genuine. I'm genuinely looking forward to this Zelda one. Yeah, genuinely. Uh, Resident Evil Six Ada versus Jake co-op. That one's happening. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> I don't know, but apparently you can do it in an hour and twenty. And uh, oh yeah, yeah! I forgot to mention this one. Oodles, you'll like this one because I think it's it just because it's an interesting one. Okay. It's one of these weird ones. It's like it is a speed run, but I don't think it's like an official speed run because it involves hacking the yeah. game. So they're calling it Silent Hill Home Pour. And um, what that what that's downpour? No, what that speed Ooh. run is is playing both Homecoming and Downpour at the same time with the same controller. What? What the fuck? Yeah. So you have to focus on two games at the same time. I like games, right? These humans. <laughs> these humans are fucking next level. Does that mean oh you're a gamer? And I like games, mate. I like games. Yeah, you're games. a gamer. But these fuckers, I swear to God, it's like, no, I don't want my dinner today. I'm playing Zelda blindfolded all evening. <laughs> Your baby's crying downstairs. Let it cry. <laughs> Daddy's breaking records. Taking seven blindfolded. <laughs> I could do that. You just tap X. <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah. Like I say, that's what I'll be doing this week. I love a bit of summer games done quick. Excellent. Excellent. And of course, na- naturally, I'll be giving the money and buying the t-shirt. Yeah, that's where fucking gadgets two grand down. But it's charity. He writes it off. It's charity. <laughs> Get to write it off. Main topic time. <sighs> it's time to enter the dragon's den. 
again. Like, okay, I was, no, we've I was, never been was, here before. We've been in Dragon's Den, haven't we? No, we, it's a lost episode, Doodles. We have. Oh, we, so have I, we have, but we haven't. I've <laughs> been, but they haven't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Is that I, during oh, your holidays? Yeah, it's in the EX episodes, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> yes. Wow. Wow. Pay me £100 now, listener, and I'll give you all them episodes. <laughs> January January 2021 is when we did it. Is it? So, yeah. It's our first ever time entering Dragon's <laughs> Den. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, you know what Dragon's Den is? Or is, is the American one called Shark Tank? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking Shark Tank, baby. It's that. We co- we're we going to pitch something, and the people that aren't pitching, we're going to think if we're going to invest in it or not. Hypothetically speaking, obviously, because none of us are going to invest, and none of us have got the resources to create what we're creating. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. And I can't remember. Mm, I had an order in my head, but now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw that out. I want to start. With gadget, right, dragons. All right. We're all ready for gadget to come up. Get your, get your pens. You know when they're all clicking pens with a pile of money. Yeah. <laughs> get your piles of money and your pens. Shoulder it's pads. Time. Shoulder I think pads. I've got yeah. nine pound eighteen change next to me. That that might be all he's after. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to Dragon's Den. What's your name? Hello. Gadget. Hello, gadget. It's a silly name. <laughs> He's writing. Gadget, <laughs> All right, Stig. What have you got for us today? My name is not Stig. So I'm going to take it's you on the Opafetus. I'm going to take a trip to a land of fantasy, <laughs> this unique holiday destination. I'm going to pitch to you. Yes. The D and D B and B is a place like no other. <laughs> of course. Nestled in the countryside, you and your friends will enjoy a five-star themed accommodation and live like medieval kings and queens, but with Wi-Fi and indoor plumbing. Mm. <laughs> You want adventure? We got it. Come as a group and play D&D with one of our expertly trained dungeon masters who will take beginners and experienced players alike on a weekend-long campaign that you'll never forget in our grand hall with enough space for eight players. Immerse yourself in our custom-made battle maps for all the major campaign modules and fight the most terrifying beasts ever conceived. Got your own DM? Then book in our casting room, which comes with cameras, lights and microphones set up allowing you to livestream your sessions to your fans. All guests receive a complimentary set of dice, character sheets, and an unpainted 3D printed character model. In between game sessions, you can relax in our craft room where you find everything you could possibly need to paint or modify your minifig, or relax in our sauna spa featuring a hot tub modelled on Geralt's iconic bathtub. Oh. We have woods close by for the cosplayers to go for photo shoots and connections for local professional photographers who will make you look heroic for a small extra fee. Upgrade to the premier package and go all-inclusive at our tavern and try our character creator cocktail. Roll 5d6 to determine the ingredients. Will you get a natural 20 and score an amazing drink, or will it be a 1? Investment money would purchase the venue, refit it, buy the materials and the books needed for the games with a little leftover for marketing and promotion, and I'm asking for £500,000 for 15% of the business. Even after that amazing pitch, Gadget is stood there. What will the dragons think? And we're here, the dragons. So... I have I have it? questions. Go, go on, uh, go. D and D for nerds. Yes. <laughs> Next question. What kind of do you have kind to of be revenue a virgin nerds... to go? No. <laughs> what kind <laughs> of revenue do nerds bring in these days? Nerds tend to tend to not have children and have disposable income. Ah, interesting. Ah. See, in I the world. 
as, as a billionaire with lots of children, I don't know this. <laughs> what's, the, what's the price of bread there? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what bread costs? Is a pint of milk still five pounds? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. So you want to make a succession reference there? Uh, Not far in yet. Yeah. <laughs> with Stig being the premium um, hair like guru of the country, what would <laughs> he like make? Guru. What would he make for this pitch? <laughs> I'm trying to be that guy. No, it's like don't need to do that. Gadget does all that. <laughs> I'm still doing it. <laughs> hmm. I've got one issue with this. Yeah. Do you have the patent for D&D B&B? No. What's going to stop um, Pathfinder Hotel in the future? I hear Pathfinder's I mean, quite a popular alternative. True, but D&D has the brand recognition. Didn't D&D have issues last year as a company? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Transparency. Transparency works well with Oodles, one of the dragons. Famous billionaire. Um, I'd like to jump in. If, if Philanthropist. Yes. Uh, how Deborah Meadon. Goblin. <laughs> no, it's that one that talks like this. Do you remember her? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hello, cock. I'd love to, I'd love to invest in your d and How? So D&D in a castle already exists. What yep. do you offer that is uh, different from that? It's cheaper. And by oh. how much? Because so, I, if I'm going to invest, I want some like a decent mm. comeback on the, my what's your, proje- what's your projections for next year? Okay, so currently if you go D&D in a castle, it's a four-day event that costs each person about £2,000. What? Yeah. Fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm out, yeah. Not officially. What we will run will, will cost half of it. So it'll be, a, it'll be about £1,000 for a four-day stay where you get to go through the, through a full campaign. It's cheaper than Benidorm. And drink yourself stupid. Uh, have you? How many guests at a time are you expecting to have? What's, so, the maximum, uh, what's your maximum guest allowance? So for people staying over, we can, do, we can do eight at a time, but the secondary room, the streaming room, is also open for people who just want to come in and do. So up, up to 16 people at any given time. Hmm. And how many staff members? Three. Okay. French French dragon, Biggie, the uh, bakery guru, hasn't said anything yet. What's he thinking about this pitch? Does it have a hot tub? Yes. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, shaped like Geralt's <laughs> bath. <laughs> Did say that. Mm. With a bar next mm. to it. I think, we oh, need to start oh, deci- I think we need to start deciding, guys, um, if you're willing to invest in D&D, a- B&B. What are you offering? For what, what are you hoping for in return for what? You should have written it down. He told us. Did he? I forgot. Remind me. Fuck's sake. 15% of the business for 500,000. Okay. Uh, how much are you... Are you it's three staff members, and how much are you want, willing to pay them? A decent living wage for whatever area that we buy the building. Well, They're going to be minimum, well paid. Minimum wage. Because three, no, not minimum because wage, four, nights, four nights at £1,000 for three staff members is £30,000 each for each staff member. Uh, where, do you wow. get, where does your profit come from that? Yeah, what, what's your margins? I mean, I'm not paying them £1,000 a night to be there. No. The guests are paying £1,000. You said £1,000 for four days. 
No, a thousand pound a night. A night. Four day experience. Okay, okay. Ooh, That's, that okay. changes things a little bit. That changes things massively. I thought you said a thousand pounds for the four days. What did I say? I'm pretty Maybe sure that's what you said. You said the other, you said the other place was two thousand pounds for four days, and you were a thousand pounds. But that means that it you- seems that Gadget's pitch is crumbling right before him. <laughs> what will he make of this? He started to sweat. If you're paying off your staff, right? Okay, right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah, sorry. One thousand pounds for the four days. I've just looked up D and D in a castle. It's actually three thousand two hundred fifty okollars a person. So three hundred sixty-five divided by four. So I say that's an average of you. You managed to book out every four-day period. Yeah. yeah, so that's a th- times that by a thousand. That's ninety one thousand two hundred fifty pounds. How are you going to pay three staff members as well as all of your bills and any make any profit? How, how am I meant to make any profit of this when all the money is going to staff members at the bar? Okay, okay, but we have to buy. We have to be able. We have to have the pro- profit to buy stuff. So yeah. the look the, the the location for this for this D and D B and B is designed to be in a remote area where you can do it. There will be no alternatives to get alcohol. They will have to come to us and for food. But presumably, you- a lot of your clientele will be families. Look, most of which are going well. We're going to have under eighteen years that won't be able to drink. It's no. time for the dragons to decide. <laughs> 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 so my business. I don't want kids there. Biggie, what are you thinking? I mean, if you'll accept nine pound eighty for five <laughs> percent of the profits, I think you'd rather see what everyone else says first. Yeah, I think so. I, I'm, I'm this. I'm struggling with your numbers here, Mister Gadget. Mm-hmm. I'm really struggling mm-hmm. with your numbers. I don't know where the profits come in. If I'm going to invest half a million pounds into your for fifteen percent back, where, where's my profit? In the bar, I'm telling you. But you have to. You also you could have just to, invest in a pub if you want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could just invest in a pub in a string of pubs or restaurants. Um, I, I yeah, well, also need a new bus. My numbers are also based on the fact that you fill every single day of the year, and that's just not feasible. That's not going to happen. Not going to happen. So I think your numbers. I think you need to, to realistically, you need to be charging. The same as this other place. You need to be charging that three thousand pounds a night. Concept is good, but your money that you're charging isn't. Look, I didn't come here to talk maths. Give me money. <laughs> right. I'm out. <laughs> I I think so, I think that I think that Wizards of the Coast are gonna be wanting a significant chunk of change for you doing this. So yeah, again, you know like. the numbers are a problem for me. I also want to say that in this current cost of living crisis, you're going to be mm. pricing most people out. And as much as I would love to invest in this, I don't think a cheaper option is feasible. And for that reason, I'm out. Mm. Two dragons have said they're out. What will Oodles think? Hi, Gadget. Um, my colleagues abruptly obsessed with the numbers, obsessed with the numbers. The thing is, yes, we are in a cost of living crisis, but we're also in a people having escapism crisis. They're not being able to escape from the humdrum of life. Exactly. And I kind of like the idea of someone like myself who's got a reputation as an absolute cool badass to escape somewhere and no one knows it's me 
because it's in the middle of nowhere and I can be a nerd amongst yeah. nerds without anyone knowing. So... If you invest, I'll give you a dedicated bar stool in the tavern. What did you want uh, for uh, 500,000 for? 15%. If you can do it to 20, you've got yourself a deal. I'll go up to 20 and I'll give you the bar stool anyway. Deal. We've got a deal. Mint. I'm in. Fuck, fuck Biggie's offer. Nine pound fifty for five yeah, percent. Cool, but I'm, I'm willing to. Th- I've just I'm willing to throw it, in a it, packet of chewing gum as well. That I've got next. In to my me. I don't head, know if it's helps. a place that you can go fuck people dressed as fucking fairies. You're gonna make no money. <laughs> yeah, but he'll get his end away, and I'll just bilk him. And he's got. I'll be in the papers for being an absolute horrible bastard in that fucking castle. Yeah. Right. On a, on a, I'll be a scandal. On a serious, <laughs> on a serious note, outside the. the, the Dragon's Den. Uh, when are you opening this gadget? Because it sounds mint. This is actually an idea that, that, that Pip's been trying to get me to consider for ages, and I'm, I actually do oh, kind of yeah. want to do it. Please yes, do Pip. it, please. Let, Pip, open your wallet, get that £500,000 out that you've got. <laughs> she, she, she had the idea of maybe like like uh, buying like a reclaimed church or something like that and turning it into like this grand hall where you can play D&D. You heard it here first. Hey, it's gadget here in the edit. Uh, just a quick one. If you're driving, I would recommend pulling over because yeah, you probably shouldn't be driving when you hear Biggie's pitch. Excellent. What a successful first one. Next, we've got, um says here, Monsieur Big Cop Man. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Research facility in Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought about. No, this is uh, Hollybobs. It's an online companion service and app service. So, are you single? Feeling lonely? Nope. Not finding anyone to date these days? It's a disaster. Do you need to break? Do you need to get away? You can now book your holiday or event (laughs) and use one of our our personally vetted and DBS-cleared Hollybobs. These bobs will act as your partner, your bestie. Whilst you're away, they're 100% completely safe and will be at your beck and call for the duration of your trip. For literally £150 a day, all you need to do is just pay for their travel tickets and room and they will be at your service. Our elite team have been trained to laugh at your jokes, create scintillating (laughs) scintillating conversation who will agree with your point of view and go along with your choice of activities, excursion and tours each day. They will not participate in anything illegal and will only offer advice if asked and ultimately any decision is made as your own. Just swipe through our carefully selected bobs, find the one that meets your criteria, and off you go. It's a guaranteed service or your money back. It's win-win. Okay, what, so, um, Monsieur Big Cop Man, uh, as you can tell, listeners, English is not his first language. So, <laughs> as a pitch, that was pretty decent. Um, hi, hi, hi. Um, your Hello. escort service um, that you've decided to call Not quite Holly an escort bobs. service. I mean, it already exists, but it's, it's called prostitution. <laughs> no, it's not. There, there's none of that involved at all. It's literally, you do not have to go away on you your own. You can pay a prostitute so not have, to fuck you, mate. That's an es- you just pay swang out with you. This is an escort service. <laughs> yeah, it's not this is just called service. Hollybobs, which, again, not- is the worst thing I hate when people say, I'm yeah. off Hollybobs. <laughs> I, have issues with the, I have issues with the name. Um, <laughs> Big style. <laughs> It's a play on are the phrase, isn't it? Are, That's the are the idea. bobs all real bobs? Do they have to be called Bob to, to be... Yeah, they're uh... Robert. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, well, 
that's entirely up to you what you call them, but we're, we're just using it because of the, like, the like play an escort. on the fray. On the it's fray. an escort no, service. Oh, it's so not you've, an escort you've service. basically nothing... renamed an escort. No, not at all. Yes, yes. escorts. Escorts. The the whole nope, point of escorts it. is they they can choose to have sex with yeah. you if they want to, but for an extra don't, cost. But you don't. We're not providing well, not even an extra cost, but you don't. The whole point is you're not paying them to have sex with you. You're paying them for your for their company. Company. Isn't that what the bobs are? Yeah, they're escorts. They're not escorts. They're just literally <laughs> I mean, there. <laughs> I mean, you're just saying that you want money off us to be a pimp. <laughs> That's what you're telling us. And for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> Mr. Cockavan, um, could you describe to me the physical attributes of some of your bobs? <laughs> There'll be a, a wide variety of criteria that you can choose from. So they can look anything like you want because that's what our variety of choices are for. It doesn't matter what colour you wish. Can they look like Julia Roberts in the early 90s? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what colour you wish. <laughs> it's colourblind service. <laughs> They're from oh, every creed culture. It's entirely up to you. We have a wide Can selection green? to choose from. <sighs> if, I want, if I want a green bob, can I have a green bob, please? <laughs> uh, I think you misunderstand. I mean, yeah. you misunderstand what escorting is. <laughs> they all speak multiple languages. Me, You're literally there, so you do not feel alone on your holiday. Simple as that. Uh, I have a question. So, are we expected to pay for two hotel rooms and uh, flights yeah. and everything? Yes. On top of the one hundred and fifty a day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If you don't want to go on holiday on your own, you're going to have to do that. Mm. Okay. When I was a young man and single, going on holiday, I went. Oh, that took me into the city. You went on there for the chase. You went on there for the chase, didn't you? I went there to to find people. Yeah, to hunt. Yeah. We called it the hunt. I don't the want wild hunt. I don't want <laughs> random Bob cramping my style. <laughs> what, what if Bob's like? But what if you, you, you hire a Bob and it turns out he's a fucking man you fan? What am I going to do? That's the then? point of the opening of the pitch because if you're single, feeling lonely, you don't have to go on your own. This companion will go with you, and they will act as your best friend, just as a companion to go with you. They can pretend an to escort. be your partner. They're not an escort. There is nothing <laughs> like that involved. They're escorting you. Escorts don't always shag. I know escorts. I know that, but I'm just telling you, it is a clean service. That's exactly what we... What is the process for selecting your bob? It's like a character select screen. A very clear application with all the right questions that we've asked to make sure... What colour do you want? Is that the first question? Your application, it's the application of the people that wish to be bobs. And as I said, they're vetted, EBS cleared. So, so the no first question, if you want to be a bob, is what colour are you? <laughs> like I say. I, I have a question. What you do? Mr. Cock of the Walk. Many questions. Many questions. Um, are the police you, involved? <laughs> <laughs> What do you, why do you need us to invest? What do you need money for? To buy a prostitute. To set the business up. To take this... <laughs> to take this He's got to go driving around Sheffield and picking them up. <laughs> 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 
fucking it pervert. Just sticks chest there. <laughs> you just a rotter, mate. You're a rotter. <laughs> no, it's, like I said, this is not the service you think it is. It's quite clear from the I think it is. Not. I think it's exactly it's what not. I think it is. It is not. You are making it sound like that, but it's not. <sighs> I'm absolutely crying. <laughs> Imagine it. He's sat there this afternoon writing this up and saying, Do you think this is good to wife? She's like, That's prostitution. He's like, It's not. I do do have a second pitch if you need it. No. You can only bring one. Next one's human trafficking. (laughs) But he's he's named it something else. No, this is fantastic. Traffic bombs. I'll bring it up in the the Patreon if you wish. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Big Cockman. I'm out. I'm out. We're all out. No, I'm not out yet. I'm not out. I do have. Oh, but you know, I'm out on the basis that I, I would just wander around the office making Rowan Atkinson noises. <coughs> Bob. Uh, my previous question stands. What do you need us to invest for? What are your startup costs? Oh, fucking. One hundred fifty thousand to set up with the offices to hire the right people for this. We have already trialled it, but we want to make sure we get the, the right people for the wide variety you know of people. Do you know how much canes cost? Yeah. You need to scale. <laughs> and for 150000 invested, you'll have 15%. You don't need 150000 for an office. No, you can don't. get an office for about 600 quid a month. It's to do the interviewing yeah. process, the vetting, the advertising, with the marketing costs. It's yeah. everything that would normally come with setting up a business. <laughs> Do you know how much leather fucking walls cost? How <laughs> much leather cleaner costs? He <laughs> needs, needs to buy an untraceable catcher vehicle. <laughs> Do you know how much it costs to hire an Escalade with fucking zebra print interior? Do you know how much it costs? A lot. No. Oh, man. Actually, I'm, 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 I'm leaning towards being in now. How, how quickly <laughs> Sounds do you... Fun. you... How quickly do you expect to be making this back? When he sells uh, them on. Once, <laughs> once we have the, a very uh, targeted uh, advertising campaign, within six months of being set up, I would see a return within What's that, your slogan? Uh, These are not the escorts. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> I'm going to make an offer. What happens if your Bob's done got their money? <laughs> I, I need a nose. <laughs> I just need to quickly jump in before you make an offer, Candy. I'm just looking back at the numbers. You only want to charge £150 for a bob for the holiday. No, for a day. Per day of the holiday. For each day of the holiday. See, I think that you're underselling this. Because I've just done a bit of research quickly on my phone here. (coughs) The average escort is 1,500 to 2,000 a night. We could get a lot more here. It's possible, but I was looking at the affordable market. That was for people... That are lonely and wish to go on, not go on their own. That's the point. It's the old low quality bobs. It's within their budget. So it's within their budget. Are you choosing these these bobs from like working men's clubs and stuff like that? <laughs> not at all. Anyone's going to but we will vet them to find the right people. That was the point. How many teeth have you got? Three. Perfect. You're in. Does does the bob does the um, attractiveness of the bob depend on where this person is going on holiday? Well, no, no. Like I say, it's. You have a choice of people to choose from, so you can choose whoever you like from 
the options. That's what I'm saying. You'll have a choice of people. You'll be able to see their picture, a brief description of who they are, and you can choose who you want to go with you. That's the point. It doesn't matter what they look like. It's up to you. You make the choice. You pick the colour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is definitely an escort service. I'm <laughs> an escort service. How much do the it bobs is. get to get? Are, they, are these freelance bobs or are they employed? Oh, they'll be working for us directly. Absolutely. And how much they'll will you be, be full paying? employees. What form of protection would you be giving these bobs? Would they be followed close by a supervisor, like 10 blocks behind? With a As cane? I say, they will be vetted, and if there are any issues, there will be, obviously, immediate um, repercussions for them, and we'll have a 24-7... Yeah, the pimple step in. <laughs> will, 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 will a bob be able to work if she gets pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> As I say, that is not involved in that. There is no implication from that. We've not had any troubles in the past from that. Okay, Does the rule, you have to double bag it to tag it? <laughs> <laughs> does, that, does that apply? <laughs> I'm telling you, you've always got to double bag it to tag it. That is the law. <laughs> I've, I've been to Amsterdam. <laughs> and I saw some bobs. <laughs> can this be over, please? I don't know if I can make <laughs> So, uh, uh, Candy, you, you mentioned you're interested. Are you uh, interested? <laughs> I, I still want to know how are you paying these bobs per year or per holiday? I know they will have a salary. Mm. I, I, I expect <laughs> the fact that this will take off and be so popular that it, that will. Pay Is there for a itself. union involved as well? Uh, I, I don't see any problem with them being unionised if necessary. So, your most okay. popular bob is going to be paid the same as your least popular bob. So at least somebody who might not be hired once per year will still get the same. So it's like socialist, like fucking escorts, isn't it? Everyone's the same. Communist escorts. I would suggest (laughs) that you set up the company and hire freelance bobs who would still be subject to the test. And imagine that on your Twitter bio, freelance Bob. Freelance Bob. (laughs) Bob a job. Bob a job. Bob's your uncle. Let's hope he's not. Um, I suggest that you take a percentage per bob. How would that sound? Interesting. Especially going to get. I think we can uh, talk about that. So, take maybe a 50-50 percentage, possibly per bob. The bob's the one that gets to go on holiday. Um, So we're making seventy-five pounds a day per bob. That's not high numbers. It's not. And I think your numbers mm. for your ups, three months setup for a month of an office for three months. Let's say it's a posh office, three grand. And for your for your own employment, let's say nine grand. So that takes it to twelve grand. Three grand for marketing. I will give you fifteen grand for twenty percent of the business. Mm. Pimps, pimps don't cry. <laughs> I'll take that. Excellent. He's a motherfucking P.I.M.P. <laughs> done it. Done it. Good He's done it. Well done. Somehow you've managed to sell escorts to Candy. <laughs> Somehow renamed. Christ. <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. Gain from that one. Jesus. Wow. This guy got a stitch. It's good. Jo- it's good job we're not in the. It's a good job we're not in the EU anymore because there's a lot of laws that I think. 
he'd have to bypass. That's the advantage. You will be trialled in The Hague for war crimes. <laughs> and you so will the, traffic in. The crimes against humanity, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, God. I'll go next. Fuck, how do you follow that? I'm going to have to now. <clears throat> Mine's not even that funny. I tried to think of something good. <laughs> Hello, dragons. Hello. We've met before. My name is Oodles. And a few years ago, I successfully launched my groundbreaking virtual reality vacation device and software, Holo Days. I am now a multi-billionaire. <clears throat> However, due to um, substantial tax evading issues, I'm skinning again. Fraud. And, and very many addictions. Today, I come to you with another groundbreaking product using a combination of artificial intelligence and sophisticated algorithms that will revolutionize podcasts. Let me introduce to you Poddle. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Do you ever sit and listen to a, a podcast like the, the popular modern escapism and you can't stand the sound of the host? We well, all know you do. Mm. We all know that's true. Using our sophisticated artificial intelligence and sophisticated al- algorithms, imagine someone else doing that voice. Ooh, you could pick whoever you wanted. Let's say Oodles. You want Oodles to be, I don't know, Sylvester Stallone for the episode. Licensed, official, our successful artificial intelligence will superimpose, obviously it's not superimposed, but whatever the, the vocal version of it is, the oral version, to be Sylvester Stallone to do that. What say you? Also, we could use this sophisticated software to attach to films. YouTube clips, all that shit. Any questions? <laughs> um, ethical queries? I mean, really? Yes, really. I do like. Okay. This, I do like the idea of replacing this Oodles fella. Yeah, these, there you go. There you go. It could be a thing. How much? <clears throat> Not much. So mm, interesting. Using our. <laughs> Using our Bitcoin farms, we could we uh, oh basically sell selling a few NFTs. We're going to um, revolutionise it. We're going to create his own um, e what's what's the word fucking Bitcoin? Fuck it, whatever the <laughs> cryptocurrency. <laughs> oh, cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. Nah, he's been dead years. Uh, cryptocurrency, and you're going to help me fund those farms to basically get this artificial intelligence. And app slash um, overlay into fruition. So all I need from you guys is uh, how much is a um, PlayStation Q again? How much is it? The problem I three hundred ninety nine quid. The problem I have with Puddle uh, and this yeah this this thing is this software already exists. But is it called Puddle though? No, but someone already made this software. So what are we investing in? What's this software called in real life? <laughs> Fucking idea. I'm the dragon. You tell me. <laughs> exactly. I have patented and trademarked the name Poddle. I know it exists because so, I saw it on TikTok. That's all I need to say. Poddle.com. Poddle.com. <laughs> How much does it cost for the user to use it? It's a flat out subscription. You can either pay for the year £59 or, I don't know, three ninety nine a month. Whatever. And how, how much do you have to pay Sylvester Stallone to license his voice? It's not really him, it's artificial intelligence. He'll never know. We're just going to call him Sylvester <laughs> Bubblone. <laughs> Robert Denario. 
yeah, exactly. Matthew McCogney. Mahogany. Do leave yourself open for a lot of lawsuits. Uh, for what I've heard, the last person you had in was that an actual pimp. So, we, come on. I thought, we don't I thought dis- you let anything through. We, won't, we don't discuss other cases. Also, <laughs> cases is a good yeah. fucking thing to call it. <laughs> as, as I'm listening to your pitch, it really just sounds like you want us to invest in your crypto farm so you can make NFTs. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> I'm out. Oh, I've lost it. I am out. I'm out. Oh, gosh. Yeah, Security. I'm afraid. Get him out. He's a fraud. <laughs> Can't believe in, after in, holidays in, in, you allowed this man back, to be honest. Mate, everything just went tits up after holidays. After when all, I, when all I people first, got blinded. When I, when I hit my first million, I just went off the rails. <laughs> I lived in Vegas. I had a I think it was the, the fucking um, MGM Grand. The realistic sunburn that you got from it <laughs> yeah. was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> fucking full-on cataracts. Fucking... Pfft. Yeah. Yeah, okay then. Fuck it. Still, I d- still don't feel like it's as illegal as big is. Who's last? <laughs> Candy. Yeah. Right. Oh, I don't mm. mind. Have you not done yours? No. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. More, more content, listener. <laughs> Me? Right then, good afternoon dragons Good afternoon, thank you for having me My product is aimed at the 30 plus single woman Who grew up on Guitar Hero and Dance Dance Revolution If you look in front of you, you'll see the hardware (laughs) If you look in front of you, you'll see the hardware for my new rhythm game Oodles, I'd like you to come and sit in the chair for me That's right, strap yourself in there, over the shoulder, seatbelts Yeah, you got it, thank you What's that big needle that's going to go back of my neck? Never mind that (laughs) (laughs) I know Kung Fu. <laughs> Are you comfortable? Are you secure? Yes. Right, dragons, I present to you Spin Star. The chair you're looking at is modelled on an average rotating office chair. How many times have you been bored at the office or working from home and taking yourself for a little spin? Now imagine mm. this in time with some of your greatest sing-along hits of the last 30 years. Um, okay. Oodles, I would uh, like you to put on this wireless headset for me. Yeah. Yep, thank you, thank you, thank you. Dragons, you can see on the screen what Oodles is seeing. You'll be instantly familiar with the layout. Imagine Guitar Hero in a 3D 360 environment like Beat Saber. Um, Oodles, if you just uh, select that training level there. Yep. Yep. So you'll, you'll hear this track might sound familiar. It's Get the Party Started by E-Pink, a classic Friday night f- favourite for the 30-something single I'm lady. coming up, so you better get the party started. That's it, if you'd like to remain quiet, though. Uh, Now, Eagles, you may have noticed that on the floor surrounding the chair was a circle separated into six sections. Can you feel it there with your feet? Oh, yes. Yep. So when the track hits the corresponding section to the beat, I'd like you to spin your chair to hit that section. Do you understand? Yep. Right, let's get it played then. So you will receive a 20-second three-point booster if you can do a 360 spin before you hit that section. Um... Now then, for the more advanced levels, you will also need to get your upper body involved, and this will be using camera technology mounted on your TV or monitor. Every once in a while, an animated icon will pop up in the middle of the screen that will require you to make your matching hand gesture, a total of six gestures in total. We call these manoeuvres. We've got number one, we've got stroke the cat. Two, drink the wine. Number three, turn on your true crime podcast. Four, put on your slippers. Five, use your crystals. And finally, number six, get the vibrator out of the drawer. 
You'll notice there's a cup holder on the left of, on the left armrest, giving you the choice to have a stemless <laughs> glass of prosecco to tie in with the drink or wine of your wine motion. Mm-hmm. On the harder levels, during a point booster, your chair will also vibrate in time with the music. Oh. Seems like, like you're not a gif of Will Ferrell, like trying to drink the yeah. wine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a glass uh, cage of emotion. Thank you, Eels. You can take your helmet off and go sit down now. Uh, music, musical tracks will feature the likes of Missy Elliott, Pink, The Spice Girls, Florence and the Machine, Adele, Fleetwood Mac and more. Dragons, what I'm asking of you is 2.5 million exchanged for 10% of the profits. Uh, I'd like to, uh, I'll just explain to you how I came to those numbers. So I've done a little research. Um, over 30% of the women in, of women in the UK over the age of 30 are single. In 2023, there are approximately 8,200, 8,244, 488 women over 30. 30% of that number makes it 2,500,000-ish. I'm making an estimate that 5% of that number will be potential customers of Spinstar, making a total of physical units of about 125,000. Um, I want to make an initial run of 75,000 units. The cost of production will, of the unit will be £25, bringing the cost to 1,875,000. The remaining investment will be used in playtesting, music, licensing and marketing. The cost of the unit will be £499.99, bringing in a total of over £37.5 million, a profit of over £35 million. For your small investment of 2.5 million, you'll receive 3.7 million, a profit of almost 2 million pounds on its initial run. We also plan on releasing <coughs> regular music packs and an additional cost of 20 pounds per pack. And I'd like to open the floor to any questions you may have. Do you remember Connect? No. Is this a musical oh, sex chair? Really? It's, it's a slightly. Well, no, there's a, there's a game element. So, yes, it could be a musical sex chair. The spinning. Does it have achievements? Yes. I like achievements. I like musical sex chairs. And your numbers sounded. <laughs> I, I, the numbers were confusing. You've done the research. But, but yeah, you've done more research than anyone else. So thank I'm you, in. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. I'd like to offer. However, you... oh. no, no, no. I want to. I want to go into. I want to go into a fucking pact with Stig. Mm. I think we could go halves is here, pal. Halves for what? Did you want two point five for ten percent? Two point five million for ten percent. Fifteen percent. We'll split it down the middle. No, we want ten percent. We want fifteen percent each. Yeah, and you're still giving me two point five million between yes. those. You'll still be, you'll still be majority. You'll get Oodle's expertise on achievements and sex chairs. Yep, and you'll get my expertise on rhythm games and competition. Mm. Yeah, and, and you want fifteen percent each, and that's thirty percent. Yeah, and you'll still be a major share. You'll still be in charge. Right, let me just do but, some numbers here. So, but we've got to see what the other guys want to do first. But the Oodle Stig Coalition's solid. Also, I will offer you um, 5% in Holly Bobs. I'm not interested in Holly Bobs. <laughs> I've, already, I've already paid. So if we can get a Holly Bobs sticker on the side. 3.7 million divided by 30% is 12 million at 3, 3, 3, and lots of more threes. 3.7 million divided by is not 12 million. <laughs> As we can see, maths is not a strong suit, listener. <laughs> 37 million, sorry. Oh, 37 million. You said 3.7 million. This is why she draws on people. (laughs) Pardon me, dragons. I'm I'm nervous. I was looking at the uh, profit. You should look very sweaty. So the. uh, (laughs) Someone get a towel. So the initial prediction of a 37 
1.5 million profit and you're asking for 30% and that's 12 yeah. Well you get two dragons over 12 million rather You can than... tap into two parts of the market the sex yeah. goblin mm-hmm. side and the competition yep. competitive side strong that is competitive sex I will offer you 20% so that's 10% each mm. Meet in the middle. 12. 12. Yeah, 12.5. 12. I'm afraid. Uh, no, that's my 20%. Wow. 10% each is my final offer, I'm afraid. Then I can't go any lower than that. Sorry, I'm out. <clears throat> I tried. So what is the guarantee that you're not going to take this two and a half million and go get pissed up and buy a load of fucking cats? Because you are a lady in she her can. 30s. <laughs> uh, I've already got a cat and he is a bully, so I don't need any more. <laughs> <laughs> and the getting pissed bit? I, I can get a pissed on my own dime. It's fine. Okay. I do intend to live to see this through, so the liver damage would be too great if what, I took that What, risk. what um, confirmations do we have that you won't buy another pub with this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, we could actually make a spin star, a spin star bar. You have to be over 13, a single lazy, and we can have like a whole row. Is it also, so some... Does that also incorporate uh, D&D B&B into that bar? No, I don't think so. There aren't that many single ladies that play D and D. Not many ladies. I mean, I mean that's that's something that's a potential avenue we could explore down the line. So I'm not ruling that out. Okay. This is oh, just anyway. this is just the, the initial launch figures. I gave you my offer, mate. That you've lost two dragons. From a gameplay perspective, Stickers you said, said no. Yes. Yeah. From a gameplay perspective, you said this is a 360 degree effort. Yeah. Yes. Spin around the chair. Mm-hmm. But then you also said you have to look at the screen for actions to do. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, a, it's only your uh, VR headset, headset, wireless VR headset. Oh, you didn't say it was VR. What's the cost of the unit? Wi- yeah, she- uh, £25. Uh, Oodles put make. a headset. She said Oodles put a headset on. Yeah. Did you not see me? We on. And yeah. I said you could, you could watch the screen to see what you can see. Uh, the, to, to, the cost of the production of the unit is £25. It's going to be selling at £499.99. Oh, the Sony margin. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Do you have any exclusives booked for this console yet? <laughs> I mean, yeah, the thing Skyrim. itself is an exclusive. Yes, but we need exclusive Ooh. games. Exclusive albums. I think it's just yeah, the one game. Yeah, we've got the DLC. Yeah, it's still the one game, but there'll be DLC packs. Okay. Is there a Nickelback pack? I mean, you know, we could do maybe, like, we could explore further uh, software development and maybe do, like, a Splash Star. <laughs> could you get could you get oh, could you get a licensing deal for a full Black Eyed Peas concert on this? Well, we could talk to Will I Am. He's the, he's the boss. Well, we'll speak to Will I Am, Mister <clears throat> Mister I Am, and we'll get back to you, Mister I Am. <laughs> if you get Will I Am involved, then then yeah, I'm I'm in for what you're asking for. Ten percent, yeah, me and gadget. You offered. You said yeah. you'd take two dragons mm. at ten percent. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, so I'm 10% happy to, for me, yeah, 10%, 10% for Gadget. You, get, yeah, yeah, I mean, fuck you then. Lost out there, Oodles. For... You could have had Will. I am. Yeah, spinster. So remember, remember the, remember the Ouya. I've got Ouya vibes from this. <laughs> well, based on the, the current success of VR, I'm out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this is a 4D experience. But that, it's okay. It's okay, Biggie. I've got, I've got to, to be honest. These are the two dragons that I wanted. Oh, you said That's that now. <laughs> They always say that. I'm fucking the voice. Oh, it's just, you're the guy I wanted in from the Kaiser Chiefs. down, just because you missed out no, on not. this sex chair. Prosecco, anybody? Yeah. <laughs> Ree. 
I'm just going to drag my chair back to the lift and shuffle back down. Our final punter of the evening is Stig. Hello, dragons. Hello. How are y'all? Hello. Hello. So, what do many people these days believe is the biggest threat to humanity? Christianity. Sorry. Um, Woke. Um... Elon Musk. <laughs> That's right, AI. So, <laughs> as you know, 85% of people, well, actually, it's just not true, because 85% of people believe that um, AI will deliver a range of benefits, including efficiency, effectiveness, innovation, and resources. On average, Especially one, in podcasts. one in two people believe the benefits of AI outweighs the risks. And this is where I come in. So, I don't actually have an invention for you today, dragons. Because... Oh, here he goes. Cyberdyne systems, let's go. I'm here to sell you whatever my AI system <clears throat> tells me. So I'm just going to type into my system here. Oh, no. Inventions oh, for no. Dragon's Den. The singularity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And oh, I would like... No. £250,000 for 10% of any of these that take your fancy. So, my complicated AI system has come up with uh, the Sockmatic. The device takes the hassle out of matching socks. Just toss all your socks (laughs) into the Sockmatic and it pairs them up automatically using advanced sock recognition technology. Okay. You You know what, actually? The Bubble Butler. The automated butler delivers your favourite drinks in bubble form Simply pop the bubble in your mouth and it instantly turns into a refreshing bedridge. <laughs> Even spunk. The pillow suit. The invention combines fashion and comfort. It's a full body suit made entirely of pillows so you can take a nap anywhere, anytime. That sounds like a sex pillow. The pizza rang. Tired of waiting for your pizza to be delivered? <laughs> <laughs> the pizza... <laughs> yeah. I am tired of that. <laughs> the pizza rang is a pizza-shaped boomerang that you can throw and it returns to you fresh. <laughs> Surely. That's all crust. Piping hot That's pizza. all crust. It's, it's all going to be handled. Can't even eat that. <laughs> the potty piano. How does it get you any faster than delivering guys to present and come back to him? Goes back to him. What is it? Irrelevant. Terminal velocity. This is what this is what my AI system has determined that the best the the best inventions out there. The potty piano makes bathroom breaks more entertaining with musical toilet seat covers. Each time you sit down, it plays a different musical note, allowing you to compose a song as you take care of business. Do you surely just bounce one... up and down on the toilet? Surely just one chord. The... Trust me, as a man that recently suffered with piles, you shouldn't be Dragons. bouncing on toilets. Dragons, please. Dragons, I'm not done. Please. Sorry. The butter stick. A stick, sick of dealing with messy butter knives, the butter stick is a handheld device that dispenses a perfect strip of butter with a simple squeeze. No more struggling oh, right, with right. that hard cold butter. Oh, cold right. hot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a stick of butter then. The, so- yeah, the sock alert. Uh, never lose your socks again with the sock <laughs> transportation device. Simply input your socks' <laughs> unique code and it will instantly appear at your desired location, saving you from the frustration of missing AI socks. AI obsessed with socks. <laughs> <laughs> He's got yeah, the AI is a fucking Tarantino. <laughs> the slumber snorkel. This invention allows you to sleep comfortably at your desk without raising suspicions. It's a fake computer what? monitor that doubles as a pillow, complete with a built-in <laughs> snoring sound. Hey, you know what, Dave? He's doing a lot of work today. I know right, he's had his head right in that computer all day. <laughs> the bubble wrap soup. 
This wearable suit is covered entirely in bubble wrap, providing a constant source of stress relief and entertainment. Just pop these bubbles whenever you need a little pick-me-up. Did Lady Gaga have one of them? The Robomop. Tired of mopping the floor, the Robomop is a mo- robotic mop that not only cleans your floors and but dances... We've already got one of them. Stupid AI. That's T-800, isn't it? That's just a sneaky way of doing it. It's a Roomba. Yeah. The Hug Suit. <laughs> a lot of suits here. Need a hug, but don't have anyone around? The Hug Suit is a wearable Whoa. suit with inflatable arms that provides a comforting <laughs> hug whenever you need them. It's like having a so personal hug Cheaper than, no. Way cheaper than Hollybobs. Cheaper cheaper than Hollybobs. The cheese printer. Get creative with your cheese plates. Using the cheese wow. printer, it's a printing social special it's a printer specially designed to print intricate designs and patterns into cheese slices. Make your <laughs> snacks extra cheesy and Instagram worthy. Yeah, shut up and I take my money. I'll have that. Yeah, yeah, I want that. Any of these of your interests. I'm only asking for two hundred and fifty thousand for ten percent. Yeah, cheese printer. You could do that. You could just do that on a whim whenever you want. These are for each though. If you want to invest on different ones, two hundred and fifty thousand for 10% of each. So I'll if give you me want, the, I want the cheese, to turn off that AI, the, it's a danger to humanity. For the cheese printer. I want the cheese. I want the cheese. Cheese printer. Please. I want the button. Full the butter whack. Full whack. The butter knife. I mean, the sock pair sounds pretty good. Sock pair. So, so each one of you wants one. So we've got. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a million. You've rinsed the fuck out of us. You've rinsed us. Thank you very much. <laughs> He's just come in and rinsed. <laughs> Thank you, Dragons. Thank you, Jack. Uh, GPT. I'm out. Yeah. Genuinely, these are good. These are good. they were all it's AI good, yeah. suggested Fucking hell. inventions. I've met ChatGPT. I've had him on the podcast. I know he's. I know his humor. That's what he's like. Oh, their humor. Sorry, not their humor. I didn't. Uh, I couldn't think of one, and so I just put him into ChatGTP <laughs> and, so, and thought, "What the fuck will this come out with?" <laughs> they're funny. I think they're quite yeah, funny. Um, I enjoyed that intel- intelligence. I like. I like them. And now I'm a million like pounds up. Get on. None of these will come to fruition. So <clears throat> sorry. Cheese printer should happen. Yeah, cheese printer should happen. <laughs> so, I mean, we've had Billy Bear meat for fucking 45 years. Why haven't we had Billy Bear cheese? Some of these, it, it, it had on here, though, have already been invented, like that floor cleaner and the top of the snack hat, a hat that holds your snacks. Got them. Oh, you should have one of them for Doritos. Yeah, I got one of them, haven't we? You so. dip them in like Homer Simpson had. <clears throat> I like the mm. hug suit. Cheaper than Hollybobs. Uh, <coughs> Cheaper than Hollybobs. Well, you yeah, can't have a conversation cold. with it, can you? That's the whole point of Hollybobs. I'll get wanked off by it. Well, you could do. <laughs> no. You can definitely have sex with the hug suit. <laughs> yeah, you could, mate. Trust me. It's a different service. No, you don't. It's not an escort service, so you don't get wanked off by a Hollybob. No, no. Clearly not. They just watch you never, wank never. off. It's never happened. They're not, they're, not, they're not prostitutes at fucking Butlins, but Redcoats, some people shag them. It just happens. It just happens while they're, while they're at work. Mate. Allegedly. Holly Bob's. Guaranteed well, way yeah. to get chlamydia, though. Absolutely. Yeah, they're, they're called Redcoats, Red Knob. Don't matter. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> that is it. Uh, for another successful, well, the first ever successful round of Dragon's Den. <laughs> I'm sure I've done this before. It's fucking sure insanity. I my my chest hurts. I'm so hungover, and I can't be laughing like that when I'm so hungover. My 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 face, my side, my <laughs> my abs hurt. Mm-hmm. Fucking biggie man. <laughs> yeah. The fuck's wrong with you? He's done it Big again, man. Right, let's wrap this shit up. So as always, links to all our extra content is in our show notes and at modernescapism.com. Please consider becoming a patron for many, many exclusive features, podcasts, everything, content, content like this, but better. 
because we're making money out of it. Next week, it's the start of our final themed month before Modern Escapism 3.0 launches in July, and we're ending it on Positivity Month. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. The first episode we're doing next week was submitted by Angry Kurt. It's what we're affectionately calling Worth the Hype. So we've done podcasts where we've been like, it never achieved that hype. We're flipping the script. It's Positivity Month. Things that actually did hit the hype and we were happy with the results. I think it's going to be a nice episode. Yeah. Positivity Month. Don't forget. If, uh, if you are... Go on, sorry. I was going to say to, that Kurt submit that because he's a patron and we can, if you're yep. a patron and you have a topic that you'd like us to do, uh, then send it on over. We've had another one suggested from DJ uh, Walsh this, this month as well. So yeah. that as part of your Patreon package, you'll get that. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. June... Kenny Potter's coming. <laughs> Patreon exclusive. Yes. The first episode is going to be for everyone, just to get a taste. We're like drug dealers. We let you in. <laughs> then you've got to pay for it after. Get the taste. And it's, going to, it's, it's not what you expect. It's not too faff, too curious. <laughs> Biggie, it's we're not. done. We're too faff for now. We can have a rest. Well, till yeah. Fast X comes out in six <laughs> weeks' time. And streaming. Fast X2 and Fast X3. When you've got to pay premium Odeon ticket prices to watch it. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. But yes, this has been a podcast. If you are not a patron, this is the end of the road for you. Unfortunately, it's time for you to go on your hollybobs. But if you are a patron, meet us in the green room where we've got sex chairs and fucking AI robots kicking the shit out of each other. (laughs) Bye. 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 I still write that down even though I know it off by heart. <laughs> because the one because the one time you don't have it written down, you'll look at it and go, I, uh, oh, uh, uh. What's, what what's the podcast called? <laughs> uh.